Hi everyone, welcome to Ultimate Awesomeness Podcast. I'm I'm Steven. I have uh Ra and Evie. You hey. I guess you could say hey to Ra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh I just these are two new um members of my podcast. Um Eric decided to uh not he had some stuff to do and I guess he's not joining the podcast anymore, so I had look for some new guys and here they are. So Sure. <laughs> so everybody uh, I hope everybody enjoys uh, Absolutely. I see that Trav is here. here with us. Um what's going on, Trav? I I hope you're nerding out with us a little bit. Uh, meet the fellas. Uh, everyone on my podcast, uh, on my podcast, on my stream, just knows me as Prophet, so I'll I'll just leave it as that. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I guess uh, these two guys are like part of my family now. Like we just bonded together, and we love Eminem. And uh, <laughs> I'm not sure about that. But. Well, one thing. <laughs> I mean, I used to like Eminem, but it's like. Uh... Yeah. That whole Trump bashing just turned me off. <laughs> yeah, we won't open up those cans of worms, but I, I guess to this week uh, I'll let the senor start everything off. But All right. We're going to be talking comics. All right. Um, so, yeah, I just want to talk about, I want to start with, uh, I guess, Marvel's Fresh Start. The they having a, a relaunch. And there's a few yeah, titles another one that I am looking forward to. Uh when was their last relaunch? When did they do a relaunch? Uh that is very recently, like November, and they're already doing a new relaunch now. It's like they it didn't even last that long. Legacy was like a total failure. And I disagree with the I don't know, with the people who didn't like Legacy. I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was that bad. It's just is I that think it's done. I don't think it is. It's not done, but it's about to be done. Because <laughs> it's going to be done in June, I think, or July, or something like that. It, it is a little bit confusing. Um, you know, I mean, I think they started off with now back in 2012 to kind of follow suit with what DC was doing with the uh, New 52. I uh-huh. think that was the first one. And then they just went, you know, relaunch crazy. It was like every every year there was... I mean, at one point, I think there were like two Howard the Duck number ones in one year, two Squirrel Girl number ones, and then, and then wow. Amazing Spider-Man, like it was first superior and then amazing, and then it was relaunched again as amazing, and now we have another one coming up. Um, so, yeah, they've been doing it quite often, but this one, though... It was too soon. <laughs> this one was way too soon. We probably said that about the last one, but this one though, man, this is That's it. The thing. I, I feel like I, I, I swear to God, I feel like such a fanboy when this happens because it always gets me interested. And well, I, have to kind of I think it was always a break in between, but this one's like five months or six months. Uh. Let's hope it's the last one for a while. To be honest, <laughs> well, you know what? Let me just say before I ask this next question, like, why is Squirrel Girl, like, such a notable person. And Gwenpool, like, why do people, I... Oh, oh. God, don't tell me, because I actually like them. <laughs> oh, you oh, do? Okay. What, why do you like It's okay you hate it, but I, I love, I do love Unbeatable Squirrel Girl and Gwenpool. 
I will say about Unbeatable Squirrel Girl that I did read um, at least a year's worth of comics, and it wasn't bad. I was enjoying it. But um, Gwenpool, I, I think I read one one-shot. She had like a, a, what was it, like a Christmas one-shot or something like that? But I still don't understand the appeal. It seems like a joke character. It is a joke character. But that's what I like about it. Is I think that's her okay. appeal. Well, I think it's her origin story that really messes everything up. Like, they made Gwenpool like this quirky person. I don't think Gwen Stacy was ever, like, like that. And then they just, like, were like, oh, screw it. But I saw this panel in one of the pages of her, like, meta powers where she, like, left the panel. And yeah, that's when it started getting confusing. And I noticed my head started jarring when I was reading that arc. And I was, like, I'm thinking the writer fell into a plot hole on himself. And I think that's the reason why the book got canceled eventually because a lot of people didn't like that arc. And it's just, he he didn't know how to write it himself. It was, like, so jarring. It was, like, <laughs> he was kind of lost in what was going on. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Because the, yeah, the book is not running anymore. It got it ended already. Oh, it did? Okay. I slick. I have someone... <laughs> what the fuck? I have someone in the chat. They're like, I slick the sexy mofo. He sounds sexy. Um, oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so we already have uh, fans. I like that. Yeah. I mean, if if you want, if you want Isaac's number. No, no, it's okay. I'm not single. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, you have to appear single for the audience. It's just to see a war of it. Okay. Or, at least, or at least be open to something outside of that relationship. You know what? Yeah, it, he's right. See, Spider has, Spider has the idea. <laughs> so, this um, relaunch, um, you guys want to start with the first one here? Yeah. It's Avengers. Yes, it's the new Avengers. Written by Jason Aaron and, and uh, drawn by Ed McGuinness. Now, thoughts on Jason Aaron? Uh, I can't. I can't give too many thoughts on like I'm just this year getting back into like learning the artist. I mean, before when I was collecting comics, it's just like my little quick summary of it. Um, I was collecting comics since I was like a kid. My first comic was Deathmate. I stood away from the comics, just me growing up, and then Black Panther came out this year, and, like, I dived headfirst back in. So, like, uh, before, the only artists I really knew were, like, John Romita Jr., and he was my favorite, but now I'm starting to get to know, like, the writers and people like that. So I, All right. Okay, that's fine. From the last few years? Uh, yeah, I've collected stuff, uh, here and there from, like, 2014 on, so I have stuff. Like, my collection is nuts, but, again, I, I wasn't really paying attention to the, to the people well, behind it. so, have you read, um, a book called Scout from Vertigo? No, I haven't. Okay, because that's one of the books that Jason Aaron wrote. He's, you know, that's, that's one of his, uh, more popular books. Um, okay. Uh, Stephen, your thoughts on... I'm Jason Aaron. I, don't, I really like Jason Aaron. Um, I liked. I really loved his um, Thor series he's been writing for quite a while. And yeah, I liked because I did read uh, the when he was writing uh, Thor: Oldest Son, and then he started writing Jane Foster. 
That's when I stopped reading. Um, I read the Odinson series, the, the Thor series. The, the, it was called the Mighty Thor, I think. Or what was it called? Yeah, it was. It was no, yeah. Unworthy was a mini series with with Thor with Thor Odinson. Oh, okay. I read his his Thor with the uh, what was it called the God Eater? That was that name with the God Killer, Gore. I think his name was. Oh, I want that comic so bad. That's a good comic, and it's got beautiful art by uh, Sad Rebecca. Is that his name? Really, really beautiful, like almost painted art. Um, that's a really good book. I read that 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 series, um, and then. I, I, I tried to get into the um, the Jane Foster Thor, but I kind of dropped it after a couple of issues. I don't know why. Why? I, I actually know. like her. I like her. I think she's better written than ever before. So here's something you have to know about me. I pre-order my books uh, like three months in advance, and so mm-hmm. what happens is um, every month I have to reassess what I'm getting. What happens sometimes is that during this reassessment, I change my mind about a book before the first issue comes out. And so, for some reason, I don't know why, maybe it's the new solicitation, maybe it's just I'm not feeling that book anymore. So, what you'll find is that I have, like, the first two issues of a book and then just stop reading. Hmm. And then if I ever do like it, I either get it in trade or try to go back and get the missing issues. So, I think that was one of the, one of the books that, that got axed from my side because of that. Um, no. I just, I, um, I, I, I didn't. It wasn't to me. It wasn't as I wasn't that interested in the Jane Foster storyline. To be honest with you, it's mm. a little bit depressing with the cancer and all that. Oh, and, uh, I was inspired by it, actually. Yeah, I thought that that was like. Uh, I thought that was uh, like a nice little spin-off. It was like inspirational, like you said. I, I wasn't mad at it. You know, I, I wasn't mad so much as a little bit. Um, just depressed about it, to be honest. Mm. I don't know, but I could see that. I mean, I mean, it was it was a departure from the previous series art? The art was not bad, but some I can't remember his name. Something Dotterman. Yeah, I like yeah. his art. Oh, is I it, like his art as well. I thought it was a female. <laughs> you you what? No, I thought he was. A, I thought the artist was a female because I know because of the name, right, Dotterman. Not just that, the the, the artist was very feminine like. Oh, was he like as a person? You mean? No, the art style. Oh, the art itself. Okay, that's interesting. Mm. Okay, I've never actually read into that the art in that any art in that way before, whether it's feminine, I guess, or masculine. Um, oh. I don't know. Maybe maybe because it. You know what? Maybe because it was it was Jane Foster as the. Um, yeah, because I noticed Loki looks very feminine looking, and like he oh, has. Okay. There were certain artists that were just meant to draw women. Like I, I like Art Germ's work a lot, but like when he, or yeah, when he tries to draw men, it's just like the anatomy isn't right. Right. Yeah. Um, but when Jane Foster, if you're talking about the artwork and that, I picked up. I, I'm I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I've been like reading all her lore. But when I picked up her death in issue seven oh four, I believe, I was I skimmed through it and I was like, This is this is beautiful. I like It is. It. I like the art. The art is work I mean great. Yeah, it's it's not orthodox. I don't dislike it, but I think it was just too jarring of a department between um It is a different artist from the previous one. 
I'm not sure that was like a little too much for you. <laughs> it was not too much, so much as I don't know. I just it, it didn't really as a book. I don't remember it to be honest. I remember her. What I remember from the book is that she was sick. Um, she was the new Thor, and in, in one issue or two issues, she was trying to get through this huge door. That's pretty much what I remember from it, to be honest, and, and not being as impressed as I was with with the previous Thor. Um, what I tend to do more recently than the last couple of years is if I'm not loving a book, I just drop it. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I feel like I have so many comics and so many comics that I haven't read that I just I almost can't justify spending money on something that I know I'm not going to love. All right. I respect that. I respect that. That's fine. Well, I guess I guess uh, let's. So, what's your opinion on Aaron taking over the Avengers? Are you like? So with Jason Aaron, I'm, I'm actually a huge fan of his work in general. So I, I remember his Wolverine stuff. Was I'm fond of that. My favorite stuff that he's done, I've read Scout. I've read the first, I have the first three trades. I think I've read through the first trade and a half or something. And I like that, but I need to go back and actually read the whole thing. Um, my favorite thing that he's ever done is Wolverine and the X-Men. Um, it was, it was drawn by Nick Bradshaw, who, although he, his art is clearly very influenced by Art Adams, I still like, you know, I still like his art. I still like the, it, it, he's not a, I, I don't feel like he's a complete clone. He definitely takes a lot of cues from Adam's work. But that, that book, and if, if you guys, I don't know, um, I, I guess why you haven't read it, but Stephen, have you read that book? Well, well, the X-Men? Oh, I didn't like it. I didn't like was, it? Wow, okay. I thought that was his worst run. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> controversy. Great. <laughs> no, I, I honestly, I, I, I think that, that to me is my favorite book that he's, he's done. I, I think he did a great job with those kids. Um, I think he brought the, he put the school back and the Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters. Um, I loved what he did with the teachers, like with Wolverine, still with the others. I loved the, the new uh, Gladiator is kid. I, I think, to me, that was my favorite run um, that, that he works on, to be honest. But, uh, so so I I think, to me, the, the, the other thing I didn't like that he did was, and, and I'm not faulting him for that, but if you guys read, um, what was that book where the Watcher gets killed? That defense book? Oh, Original oh. Sin. I actually love that one. <laughs> oh, you do? Okay. <laughs> so, to me, that was a little bit weak, and I don't fault him for that. Usually, I mean, it's an events book, so obviously, it's a lot of writers are going to be involved, despite the name of the writer on the uh, on, on the actual issue, and it's editorially con- controlled, I, I guess. Um, but I I didn't hate that book, but I didn't I thought it was weak overall, um, and and like most event books, it was longer than it needed to be. Mm. But but you you say you like that for, for this 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 Avengers book I am looking forward to it I'm I'm a huge fan of Ed McGinnis I've been since I the first yeah time he's I a great him. artist I like him a lot too he is he is really good I, the first time I saw his art on a Wolverine ninety five annual or ninety six and then I, I I followed his work on Deadpool Superman um, back on you know back at Marvel with Hulk stuff like that. Personally, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to this. Um, this is something that I I've already pre-ordered the first three issues. Um, oh, okay. You, is it, yeah, is this something you guys are picking up? 
I'm gonna pick it up. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely because I love, I like what Jason Aaron did with Doctor Strange and Thor. So it's like it's. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. So I have. I, have I like. He's not writing Doctor Strange anymore. I kind of wish he still was because the new writer sucks. But <laughs> I do like. I do like what he did with Thor and, and, and Doctor Strange. I think I have the first uh, 15 or so issues of his Doctor Strange run. Uh, mm-hmm. It was the one with uh, Chris Pichello, right? Yeah. His, yeah that run is great. I loved it. I haven't read it yet, but that's definitely on my list. Yeah, you'll, you'll like it if you end up reading it, I think. Well, what do you guys think about the team, the ensemble of people that we're going to be seeing on the new, new? I'm in, I'm intrigued by Ghostwriter Robbie Reyes. I didn't think he could be on the team. Yeah, that was actually uh, a little bit of a curveball. Yeah. Was there anything in his storyline that brought him over here, or is are we just going to find out how he joined? I think the reason why he's here is because he grew a popularity in the Age of Shields show on oh. the. The previous season, he was there like ha- half of the season, and I guess that popularity grew, and they just started putting him in in books. And that's weird because I can still pick up his first appearance, like for cover price. Yeah, really? Popular. Yeah, like I found oh, wow. it in the store. Well, he's a new character, so I don't think he's gonna be worth any money yet. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. New characters rarely get worth anything. I don't know if I like him, though. Like, as the Ghost Rider, I, they definitely tried to make someone younger and new, but, like... I like him. him. Johnny Blaze? Like... I, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 how, how do you feel? Um, I really like him, because he, he had a pretty tragic story in his series. Only lasted twelve issues, but uh, it was it was pretty fun. I liked that because uh, he was a uh, he had to take care of his brother, and he ended up being ghostwriter with after. I mean, he was an, here's, so so. I mean, this is something we discussed earlier, you and I, Stephen. Um, um, the thing about the thing about comics and stories in general is. It really is what you can relate to, and, and, and it really is what what kind of experience you had that kind of that comic brings out in you. And like you talked about the brother, I, I read the first, um, I think I read the first four six issues of that book, and to me that wasn't even that didn't that wasn't one of the um, one of the main draws for me. Um, but I think like if I wasn't a different. What we were talking about raw earlier books that I've read, or that we I'm sure we've experienced this our, you know, each each of us has experienced this before. But we've you read something at a certain point in your life, and you either like it or don't like it. But later on, you experience it again with 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 fresh eyes, based on new experiences, mm-hmm. and it's completely different. And it, I think it depends on, for example, like if, if you read a book about divorce, if you've never been in a serious relationship, it might mean nothing to you. But if you've no. been in a serious relationship, and you know, especially a big breakup or a divorce, mm-hmm. then you can absolutely relate. And so, I think a lot of the times that we disagree things, it might have to do with that. Like a book might not objectively, I mean, it can't be objectively bad or good, but 
but it's, it's about those experiences. And this is all, and I apologize again, Stephen, but this is all a long way of saying I fucking hated that book. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I, I honestly, I, I found absolutely no redeeming value in those issues that I read. I just disliked that character. There was, it was just no appeal to me for some reason. Oh, Wait, which uh, character are we talking about again? Robbie Reyes. Robbie Reyes, the new ghost. Wow. Oh, so wow. So we're on the same page on this one. Okay. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I really I don't know if you want my reason why I enjoy the character so much. Uh, I guess because uh, he's a Latino character and. Uh, I'm Latino myself, and there isn't that many Latino characters in the, in in comic books. That makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, again, it's wow. about experience, yeah. And the it's thing is, he's he's um he's taking care of his brother by himself. His parents are dead, and it's kind of interesting to see him struggle being a hero at the same time taking care of his brother and his brother's um. Handicap, mm, right? And it seemed like I'm not so sure, but because they said that he had some mental issue, but they never clarified what mental issue he had. So I'm like thinking maybe he had autism, his brother, and okay. he he also had um he lo- he also had had um leg injuries, so he just he can't walk. Well, Robbie needs to prioritize. He's not going to be able to take care of his brother. And being a hero at the same time. <laughs> Hello. Enjoy Trad Moore's art on the book. I like his. I like his stuff. Okay. I know this. I this. I got just for speculation purposes. I don't know if you guys want to like tap into this, but what what makes you guys like? that Thor wants to come back now. I don't know if that was already talked about in the comics or anything or anything. It hasn't like been talked about yet because he... I read the recent issue and she just... I mean, Jane Foster just died recently and... Mm-hmm. We don't know. I don't... They haven't put the suspect of what how Thor feels about it. Because so it just cut off at that point. The hammer's gone. I don't want to, like, spoil it for anyone. I, I mean, I read it. I know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, me too. I've I read that issue. I, I guess we'll do a spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, if you guys don't want to hear what the hell happens, just mute us for, like, five seconds. I'm just... Five, five seconds? Four. I think we'll be talking longer than five seconds. <laughs> All right. You know what? It's five spoiled. minutes, I guess. Um, no, it's just spoiled. <laughs> Accept it. So, what Jane does is she throws the hammer into the sun, so, like, it's gone. Like, you can't get it. But I don't know how they're going to bring that back for Thor. Maybe, like, he... Well, they said that he's going to get a new hammer. It's gold. I read... It is gold, and yeah. And yeah. Preview image, it is gold. It's going to be a new Minior hammer. You can just make okay. a new hammer like that? Apparently, I mean, Odin made the, uh, the, the, the previous one, so... I wouldn't be surprised if he makes this one. Okay. I like seeing Captain America not being the star 
of the show. I I I just don't like the whole. And I'm not saying I'm not patriotic. I just don't like patriotic figures. So like Captain America and Superman, I I don't like them both just because they're way too like perfect. Like get out of my face. I disagree. <laughs> really? I don't think Superman is perfect at all. They structure him out to be. They literally made the whole Batman versus Superman thing him being Jesus. Like how much more pure can you get from Jesus? You know what I mean? That's literally what they were trying to do with him. Mm. I really liked those previews when they showed him, like, um, they, they, you know, he saw graffiti with him being false god or things like that. I wish that there was more of that in the movie. I wish there was more depth in that sense in the movie, showing us more. Because, I mean, when you think about it, if, you, if this one soul figure appeared on our Earth, in our reality, he, he would be thought of as the second coming on the he would absolutely be uh, a figure that would be worthy of worship, correct? I mean, a lot of people would probably follow him. I'm I not, wish they... I'm not sure. I respect I respect you saying that. I just... Would we not, like, want to blow him to hell? Like, uh, that's why they're, they're... I mean, that's what how it is in Man of Steel. They don't like him. They don't... So, I think what you'll have is you'll have the Church of Kal-El... And then you'll have someone like um, Lex Luthor who wants to just kill him. And then another faction who wants to uh, control him. And then another who wants to study him. So you'll have all that. But I'm, I'm sure that there will definitely be a sense of, 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 of you know, this deity coming down to Earth. And, and from the preview, from the original wow. trailer, I, I think so, to be honest. Um, and, 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 and if you think of this figure, this this perfect being coming down, you know, literally from the sky. There is definitely a lot of, uh, you know, godly attributes to that. Yeah. I just think that, not speaking personally, I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to, you know, worship Superman, but uh, in this, in this, you know, alternate reality, but I'm saying that there will definitely be followers. Um, yeah. Whether he likes it or not. Yeah, but there is. That's what they did in Man of Steel, like. Well, yeah, I wish they explored it more, though. I wish they, they, they focused on that more instead of that, you know, that just the way it turned out. I respect what you're saying, and I'm surprised no one really, like, made a church of Kal-El yet, and we haven't seen something like that. Like, No, there is something like that in Supergirl. <laughs> oh, it's a TV series. They they done, oh, they cool. did something like that. There was, there, there's an episode uh, of a... Uh, of a guy who becomes a priest and he looks at Supergirl as a god, a goddess. And see, I would want to see that, but like in comics, like if we do, if we get another rebirth, then let's see Superman come over here and start some type of like conflict between worlds, just like religion does. I think that would be genius, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. And Superman doesn't like being worshipped. I I can tell. Yeah, he definitely will not. I mean, he doesn't like looking down, despite that's the fact that, you know, he can't help but look down on everyone, but, yeah. Um, so going back to the lineup, uh, I, I, I don't really care either way, to be honest. I, I, I'm, these characters have been changed so much over the last few years at this point. I don't know what I'll be getting so I'm just going to trust the writer to give me just a good story and hopefully like these characters because honestly like um, 
Robbie Reyes, I'm, I'm not that familiar with him. Doctor Strange is now some sort of space explorer. Mm, I don't think I so. Think. I don't know. Is that the nation that's going on right now? No, yeah, that's not some space. That's actually hell. <laughs> no, but but the next series is going to be in space, right? Yeah, there's the next series which hasn't come out yet, so I don't I don't know if it's going to be totally focused on space because I heard I've seen that he's in the uh, that that infinity event that's that's that right. exists that no one even cares that exists. <laughs> Is that is that Tony Stark by the way in the Iron Man suit? Yeah, it is. Okay. It is. It is Tony Stark. He's he's, he's dead though, right? Uh, no, he's in a he was in a coma. That's right. He was in a coma. Yeah. Which I is technically that. dead to me. I mean, to him, not the coma, but to me, the way they they described it as it's like he's dead, but they try to get away with it to say, oh, he's in a coma. Like, because the way the Civil War Two was terrible. It made it seem like Captain Marvel actually killed Iron Man, but they so that's just like not make her look so bad. It's like oh she she put him in a coma. Okay. <laughs> it's just it just it was very poorly done that Civil War Two storyline. It was compared to the first one. I can still open up like the first issue of Civil War One and I'll just be in awe. And then yeah, I actually like this first Civil War. I read it recently and. It's so good to me. Yeah. I haven't I haven't read it since it was first released, but yeah, I have nothing but fond memories of that. Open it up again. Just just literally skim through and you're gonna be like, Oh, I remember that. Oh this is so <laughs> um, Carol Danvers belong on the team? Does she deserve to be on the Avengers? I think well, so. She was. She was <laughs> on the Avengers. She's been on the Avengers for quite a while. I mean like well, what, when she was Miss Marvel. She was on the Avengers. Yeah, and she was. She was. Well, was she, I don't. Yeah, she, Mighty Avengers. She was during the Civil oh, War too. I, I mean, like way before that, like the late nineties, I think, is when she joined us. She changed her name at that point to Warbird. Yeah, I remember that. For some, yeah, but for some reason, because she was like into antique, like World War Two planes, things like that, and so she chose that name. The thing about it though is, I don't know why, but ever since she changed her hair and costume. I just have not been as interested in this character. Mm, okay. Interesting. I see a lot of people aren't really, like, I see there's an agenda, and I, it pisses me off in, in a little bit, but people aren't liking SJWs. I literally had to Google what that was because of comic books, because everyone's like, oh, it's an SJW. And a- I think people misunderstand what that word means, though, actually. <laughs> so, so, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but... It, so social justice worker, it's someone who takes a certain cause and, and, and brings it to the point where they're just absolutely out of line. Is that a, a proper kind of description of it's, that? Is? That's what it is now, but it's not really supposed to be that way. It's supposed to be like a, a person who, I guess, fights for equal rights. But I think, that it's, I think it's taken it to extreme now. Like... It's like feminism, like how in the internet it's just like, it's not, they they take it to the extreme point where it is like separate but equal, but it's not supposed to be that way. But I think people have misdefined things to an extreme when it's not supposed people to be. People don't want to hear anyone have a stance on anything. Like you just need to be in like the gray area and that's it. If you like say anything about 
like if you cut Carol Danvers' hair to make it short, oh, she's... Yeah, you see, they, they get all up in arms because she looked a certain way. Right, right, right. With certain things I get, like Riri, no one liked her as uh, as uh, Iron Man. Which I liked a, her. I liked her. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I liked her. I don't like her series, though. Bendis did a terrible job, but... I, I I thought the concept was interesting. It's just the way he, I like yeah. the character. I liked her as a character. I, I honestly didn't read her Iron Man run, but as no, it wasn't Iron Man. It was Iron Heart. Yeah, you know she. Yeah, I, I, I feel like she did a good Iron Man. You're the first people I've heard say that you've liked anything that has to do with Riri anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. She she's really hated on the internet. Really? Okay. Yeah, and it's just because she looked up to Iron Man, but I could see that happening. It's not not that far off. So, do you guys want to move to the next book? Let's do it. Uh, there's one thing I wanted to mention that I... Sure. There's kind of a plot hole-ish. Uh, because uh, the She-Hulk. I know she's still in her Hulk phase. And in... So, so- and the book ended. Go ahead. <laughs> sorry, I, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I have no idea what's happening with She-Hulk and what's happened over the last few years. Like, I know there was a, a red She-Hulk, and then there was this She-Hulk, and then there was a, a Hulked out she uh, Can you Can you kind of explain to me what's been happening? After after oh. Oh, after Civil War II, I mean, like... And she she was she was in a coma from I mean during Civil War two she was in a coma from Thanos from Thanos yeah right and then when she woke up from a, a coma she found out that Hulk Bruce Banner died like he, right. he she finds out that you know Hawkeye killed him and there's a controversy with that and she goes into oh sorry she goes into <laughs> P, she goes into a PTSD. Oh, about um, Hulk dying, and it just it just changes her her Hulk form into a more aggressive, like more like Bruce Banner kind of thing. Like she, so is she like she Hulk smash? Is that it? Yeah, she couldn't know. She didn't know how to control this type of form of Hulk. Like it just it was in use to her. It was like a it was a traumatic experience. I think it gave her a. A mental disability because her her cousin got killed. See, that's disappointing because the fact that it was She Hulk instead of the regular Hulk now was like, okay, we can see a Hulk now that can make proper decisions, like and be rational. But now, if she's going to be as feral as the regular Hulk, we we really don't get any difference. Well, it's just a new experience for the character itself because she's she's always been able to control the Hulk, and this is the first time that she doesn't know how to control it because her uh, her mental state was was became different I guess I guess finding that Bruce Banner died fractured her I guess which doesn't make sense because I mean he was shot into space years ago and I don't even remember her react <laughs> she was not even she was like non-existent she was like she. I think she was in comic book limbo at that at that point oh you think so, <laughs> so, so because I don't remember her being around at that time, and I don't think 
I don't think the writers had an idea for her at that time, which is kind of odd because she should have one, but she didn't. <laughs> Before we move on, let me just go through the copy really quickly. So what it says for this issue is that Thor Odinson, or Odinson, is that how it's pronounced, or is it like... The yeah, King? Odinson. Okay. Steve Rogers, Tony Stark. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The big three of the Avengers are reunited at last and just in time to save the world from total annihilation at the hands of their powerful enemies yet. The 2,000-foot-tall space goth, as known as Celestials, interesting, behold the coming of the final host who will answer the call to assemble for a wild new era. Um, hence, one of them has a flaming skull for a head and what strange world-shaking connection exists between Final host and Odin's ancient bond of prehistoric Avengers. So the prehistoric Avengers that was that was initially introduced in that one shot. Yeah, the Marvel Legacy. I read it. It was terrible, but did they ever pick up after that? On, on what? Exactly no, they didn't. They just they totally forgot that existed, and now oh, it's when they want to bring it up, which is I don't know why, but <laughs> I like this. I like that they're going up. <coughs> I like that they're going up against the Celestials. Um, it's, I'm always very interested in, like, you know, these, these godly figures versus this, this, you know, this this weak man, like, you know, going up against Galactus or or things like that. I'm always interested in, in, in how the writer will handle it, you know, whether he'll have a new take on everything and whether he'll have some sort of insight into the plight of, you know, mankind. Um... So I don't know. I, I'm, I'm interested in this. And um, um, oh, there was one thing I did. I was essential the She-Hulk thing. Uh, oh, sorry. Is the thing is she turns back to regular She-Hulk by the end of the series. They got canceled and they just ended with her being regular She-Hulk again. So it's just kind of weird that she's back to that Hulk, that Hulk She-Hulk. Like it's like that. Her not. I mean, her turns to regular She-Hulk never happened. So it's That's like it's like. Uh, Flaho here, but okay. <laughs> I see she's still, she's still hooked out here. So that's why I'm like confused. Are they just gonna erase, take that away from happening and just... If they're gonna write some monumental storyline like, oh, she stubbed her toe on the counter and now she's mad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I do have to ask, who are the prehistoric Avengers if you guys know at all or if it's like... It's supposed to be, uh, it's supposed to be a Ghost Rider, Iron Fist, Phoenix, Odin. Uh, like Odin, Odin, like yeah, like actual that? Odin. Oh, is is that Odin? Yeah. That's dope. Okay, I like that. And it's supposed to be uh, the the actual Phoenix. She's she's like uh, she was uh, she was Thor's mentor, um, Odin's girlfriend. During the prehistoric times, I guess. Wow. Yeah, they were in love, and I, some, I guess something happens that they end up breaking up. I don't know, but that's something. That's interesting because I've never seen them together. Yeah, no, I think that's a totally new concept. Yeah. And then they have that's a. Amazing. They have a ghost rider. That's with a mammoth. <laughs> a flaming mammoth. And uh and then they have uh yeah, yeah. And then they have uh a Iron Fist character. I think I'm not sure what else, but 
Iron Fist in the Prehistoric Age? Yeah, Iron Fist in the Prehistoric Age. That's weird. I know, I just don't know how that's going to work, because I noticed Iron Fist is very Asian influence, and I'm not sure if Asian <laughs> influence was around during the Prehistoric Ages. It's just kind of weird. Not even that. I don't know who knew Kung Fu in the Prehistoric Ages. Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We don't know how far back this, uh, the whole Kung Fu thing concept came to be. Like, it, it, wouldn't it be like the um, the dragon itself? Like the, what, what's it called? The spirit of the... Um, is it? Uh, oh, God, my brain is terrible. Um, yeah, so... Is, is it not that one? It was just one of the prehistoric um, characters? Um, now it's some Asian, it's an Asian woman. Uh, oh, okay. She's a, uh, yeah, it's some Asian chick. Uh, she has like, uh, she's wearing green, green and yellow. And she has an iron fist. She has an iron fist power in her hand. Alright, so, uh, do you guys want to move on to the next one? And there's also, uh, Black Panther. And oh, that's right, I know. Yeah, it's like the first Black Panther ever, I think. And then there's, uh. Oh, you're talking about the prehistoric event. Okay. Yeah, and then there's, uh, Agamato, the actual <laughs> guy. Yeah, he's the actual person. You get to actually. Right. I guess you have to find out who he actually is. And they have Starbrand. That's it. I think that's the entire team. Was there was there a spirit of vengeance or something? Because I'm just trying to make a list. Yeah, that's what the uh, Ghost Rider. That's what the. Oh, is. that's right, right. <laughs> so that kind of makes sense for this lineup of Avengers, right? You've got the Eye of Agamotto, uh, Doctor Strange, the Spirit of Vengeance, Ghost Rider, uh, Black Panther, Odin with Thor. Yeah. And then you've got Captain America. Yeah, there's no Captain America. Well, it's not one for Captain America, Iron Man, or She-Hulk. Those, or even Captain Marvel, I think. <laughs> Unless she's, she's supposed to be the star brand, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you know, there's already a star brand character, which is kind of weird. They didn't put him in there, but okay. Captain America was Captain Pangea. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next book is Venom Number by uh, Donny Cates and Ryan Stegman. I've heard of Donny Cates before. I know yeah? that. I definitely have. I don't like Donny Cates. Oh, you don't? Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, I only read two books of his, and it's just terrible. The Thoughts of Strange and, and Thanos. Okay. The new Thanos? Like yeah, I don't like the new Thanos run. What? It's okay. It's just the whole Punisher's Ghostfire thing was really threw me off. I liked it up until that point. It just... That was the appeal to me, honestly. Yeah, that's why. That was what got me into it. I didn't like that he's acting like Deadpool. It just threw the character off. Who's acting like Deadpool? Frank Castle? Yeah. I think so. 
But do we we don't do we know his origin yet? Because I've only I read his origin. They had they do explain his origin. I think you're since you're muffying, you don't you think it's his origin. It just doesn't fit with his personality. It's just the origin th- kind of throws it off. Cause okay. I just don't understand why he's acting like Deadpool if he went through this traumatic experience in the origin story and it just doesn't fit that he would just turn to a joke. <laughs> well, there's an easy answer for that because Marvel, if, if Marvel makes a Gwenpool for that hell of it, I'm, I'm guessing if they want to make Frank Castle cool, they'll make him as cool as Deadpool. It seems like that's what they wanted to do. <laughs> so, okay. So so what about Damnation? And what is Damnation? You said you read the other book by Donny Cates? Yeah, but it's also like Nick Spencer, too. It's not just Donny Cates. Okay. And you didn't like that either? It's alright. I like... It's, it's mixed feelings at the moment because it just, they just started that and, uh, it's not totally finished yet and I liked like two issues and then like the other two issues and it's just, it's, it's back and forth. I don't know. I have to see it complete to understand, to actually think if it's good or not. Cause it keeps going back and forth of whether it's good or not. Like it, it gets, one good one good issue, and then the next issue is bad, and the next issue is good, and it's like I don't know, it's chumpy. So I guess you're not getting this. Um, I I might get it. I always willing because I I think that every writer has a has a chance to write a good series or a really bad one. So I wanted to try it out before I make a decision to drop it. I mean, I'm not. I've always liked to test the writers. I always like to type, um, try a series out before, I guess, Good judging it. Bad. Yes, that's how. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to just prejudge. I hate prejudging. Okay. What, what about you, Rod? Do you, um, what's your take on Don Cates? Well, I'm looking at his, uh, his work right now, and I'm seeing that he wrote, uh, Redneck, which a lot yes. of people like. Oh, I right? never read it, so I, I don't. I might I, like it if I do. <laughs> so so <laughs> this reading. book was not even on my radar. I, I'm not like that huge into Venom. I was into him in the 90s. Since then, he's not been interesting. I wasn't even thinking about getting this book. I didn't know who Donny Cates was. Last month, someone mentioned that Donny Cates writes Redneck. And I can't believe that I didn't even look at... So when I'm reading a lot of these independent books, I usually don't recognize the um, the creators. No, okay, so I'm not alone in that. <laughs> And I don't really, I don't pay a lot of attention until like later on. So I didn't know that he was writing Redneck. I absolutely love Redneck. And Is that really that good? I like it. It's about, so it's, it's about this, um, these, uh, these southern vampires, basically. And it's just, did you read, um, what was that book? What was that book? Southern Bastards? I know about it. I didn't read it. I just got into like independence, like, Recently, so okay. I really like um, uh, Redneck. I think it's really good. The art is good. The art is very uh, gritty and, and, and appropriate for the book. Um, it, it's not a it's not a horror book by by any stretch, but it is an engaging book. I like the characters. Um, I like the, the the premise that these are basically vampires who um, 
basically live in the South. They have their own house. They're trying to coexist with everyone else. And, you know, things are just wrong. Once I realized that this is the same writer, I immediately went back and got Thanos number 13. And uh, just this month, I pre-ordered the, uh, the Thanos trade, and okay. as well as whatever issues of Venom were. But what, what, so you, you've read his Thanos. Have you read anything else? Um, I'm, well, I'm looking at what he's done. I also really heard a lot of good things about God Country. I, a lot of people really like that for some reason. So, I mean, like, with his previous work that I'm seeing, I'm trying to look at other stuff. I see he did Ar- Archer and Armstrong, which I was a fan of in the 90s. Wait, he, he wrote that? Oh, my God. Yeah, he did some, some work for them. Unity is another one. I mean, I'm going to pick it up just because of Thanos. I think that I, mean, the I, thing I, is, I definitely joined that party really late. Uh, I want to ask uh, E, how much did you pay for Thanos 13? Well, I got the lenticular cover, so that one was just over cover price. I think it was like oh. $7. I guess I didn't realize that he was actually writing the <laughs> the Archer Armstrong series that I actually liked. Oh, okay. <laughs> you like the new, uh, it says he was writing it from 2012 on. Yeah, I actually did like that series. So, like, I guess, the thing is, to me, I never try to, I don't have a bias on a writer. So, it's like, I, I always give writers a chance to, I mean, write, a, I mean, I always take a chance on reading a, a, a writer's book. It's just, I always, I just, I guess, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but, uh, I just, <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. try to be optimistic, and, uh, <laughs> I'll wait until the, to like a few issues come out to realize that, okay, this is their week, this is not their good book. <laughs> so I just yeah. pick something else. I mean, that's, I just drop it, that's it. And if I like it, I just keep on picking it up. I mean, there's actually one more title that he's writing that I'm interested if anyone's reading, Baby Teeth. I'm interested in that. I'm, I I, I, I kind of slept on that. I was going to pre-order it, but I skipped it for some reason because I'm not really that into horror. But okay. the more I read about it and more recently reading reviews and things like that, I am definitely interested in it. Yeah, I, I saw it come out and I really... The, the comic that got me into the Indies was... Uh, because I, I think I just got in around that time. Oblivion Song. I mean, fuck. Oblivion Song is so... For that first issue, it was really good. You mentioned a lot of indies I haven't read yet. <laughs> what? I haven't read that yet. What? Sorry, I still that? have to... <laughs> I still haven't... I haven't started... I only, like, recently started indies, and I... I have Guys, to... Please go pick up Oblivion Song. It's so good. <laughs> I'll check it out. I've got the first issue. I just haven't read it yet. Oh, I mean, you know what? I went to the... That's the funny thing. I went to the comic store officially the day that it came out. I flipped through it and I was like, eh. And then I kept on hearing, go get this, go get this, go get this. So I went to pick it up and I read it and I was like, oh my God. Issue 2 comes out tomorrow. So, yeah, I'm like really excited for it. That's like one of my top picks. Um, But going back to Donny Cates, I guess, because... Uh, I see that he has a lot of work that people are interested in. I've always personally been a fan of of Venom. I didn't even realize until I was looking through what I had, and I was like, oh, shit, I have a lot of key issues 
of Venom. I, I, I was really following this before. <laughs> so, I mean, regardless, even uh, I didn't really care who was writing it. I just want to see a good Venom story. So, well, I'm not liking. I didn't like the current series by Mike Costa. It's not good, at least from my um, opinion. Yeah, it's always bad when you throw someone into the shoes of someone. Like, you can't just say, oh, here's your new Venom, and then give some no-name the power. That's why they... Yeah, they never explain why Lee Price could control the symbiote. He just had the magical power to control him, and it's like, how does he control him? It's like, no one knows. (laughs) Exactly. You can't do that. That's, That's lazy, but... Yeah, this is definitely on my radar. Especially, I like the cover art. There's a variant cover that I was, where, like, he's kneeling down on, like, some type of roof. That should just call my attention completely. And um, I, I haven't read the synopsis yet, but it, it's already on my pull list. It's it's um, going to be in my It looks list. interesting, cause I guess, because Vine Stegman is drawing it, and the way he draws Venom is pretty awesome. So, mm. And the synopsis looks yeah. interesting, so I might yeah. like it. I don't know. The synopsis, honestly, nothing to get excited. Because I won't even read it. It's so boring, to be honest. Oh, because I heard that he goes like back in the back in time. Oh, does he? Um, I've read it somewhere else, but it it looks like something different here. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't say that here. Let's not be biased. I want to hear you guys. Go ahead. You you could. Why you don't like it? I mean, like. All right. let me, let me yeah, go Alright. So, in the wake of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s collapse, an ancient and primordial evil has been awakened underneath the streets of New York, and with it, something equally evil has awakened in the most wicked of web-slingers. Venom. Still a leap of protection. <laughs> uh, <laughs> of go, go, go. In New York, the never-before-seen threat could force Venom to relinquish everything he holds dear, including Eddie Brock. Join the two of the hottest creators of comics today, Donnie Case and Ryan Stegman, uh, for a Venom adventure a thousand years in the making. Uh, wait, a thousand? Oh, I think that's what you meant, Stephen. Yeah, because he goes back in time and he gets stuck there. It's like a, I guess, Ash vs. Evil Dead kind of thing. I mean, like, the third, I mean, Army of Darkness, the third one, and it's just, I guess. Okay, oh, interesting. Very interesting. I love that movie. He, I guess he gets to go back in the, he goes, he gets stuck in the past, and I guess there's some ancient evil there. Groovy. They better do it right. Like, Is it ancient New York? I, I noticed. It's like medieval, how does that work? Unless, <laughs> unless it's not, <laughs> unless it's not medieval, it's more like later than, than, I guess it's probably 1600 New York, I don't know. Or 1700s. So I guess we're all getting this book. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll check it out before I... I'll check it out, and if I don't like it, then I'll drop it. <laughs> all right, so the next book is Black Panther number one. Let me just read the um, the copy before we get into it. So, uh, a bold new direction for Black Panther. For years, the child has spun off invaders from his homeland, striking Wakanda from everything, from meddling governments to long-lost gods. Now... He will discover that Wakanda is much bigger than ever dreamed. Across the vast multiverse, interesting, lies an empire founded in T'Challa's name. Readers caught a glimpse of it in Marvel Legacy Number One. I don't remember that. Um, now, find it was like a one-page thing. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I'm not very good at, at remember. Like when you were talking about the prehistoric Avengers, 
I could barely remember them. I don't know if it's the amount of comics I read or if it's because I'm getting old, but I don't, I can't retain that much information. This is why I like to kind of hold comics and then read them in one sitting, like a full run, as opposed to reading them on a monthly basis. But anyway, going back to this, um, now find out the truth behind the intergalactic empire of Wakanda. Uh, Nahisi Coates, I hope I don't butcher his name, welcomes aboard fan favorite artist, uh, Daniel Acuna, or Acuna? Acuna. For Black Panther story, unlike any other. I'm there. I'm there. Yeah? I'm there. You got me. I'm actually, I'm there. I just, I don't know if I'm going to, it's just, uh, I do like, uh, I'm going to say, I don't know how to say his first name. I'm going to say his last name. Coates. Coates. Uh, it's just, I mean, I, I liked the Black Panther run in the beginning, but then it started, like, the quality started I guess dilating, like it started dying off towards the end of the arc. Like it's, it seems like he dragged it for too long and it's just like not good as it was. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't good as it was in the beginning. Right. I have a handful of those issues, like first five or six issues. I read a couple of them. Um, I don't, I think one of the reasons why I wasn't a huge fan of that is, was because my Black Panther, the, to me, the Black Panther is the Christopher Priest Black Panther. Is it very hard? Yeah, and it's very hard for me to read any other that does not um, kind of adhere strictly to that to that to, to that version of Black Panther. Um, have you ever actually? I mean, uh, Rod, did you did you ever read them? I did. I didn't get the first issue, and I only read the issues that I get, and then I'll do my back history. But I did read a couple of the uh, of the uh, priest series. Honestly, my Black Panther is the Hudlin series. When the issue one came out, I was fanboying it out like crazy. And Romero Jr. was the artist. Uh, right. That that was my favorite Black Panther personally. Okay. Yeah. This is my actual first Black Panther series I read. I think. Wow. Okay. I, cause I, cause there hasn't been, there hasn't been a Black Panther book in a long time. <laughs> he really gets so, comic book series. I, I do hear a lot of people say that Priest is like the Black Panther, uh, art to... Yes, and experiencing it in a way that you did. Oh no, wait a minute. I read, the uh, Man Without Fears Black Panther. I love that one too. I have My brain idea. is forgetting things, sorry. <laughs> But, but Rod, the way you read, if I'm understanding it, you read like an issue here and there, Priest Run. Yeah. Um, that's definitely not the best way to experience it. Priest's plots are so complex um, that you really need to read it in order from the very first story because it really just builds upon itself. And that's the only way you'll get the, you know, the full effect. All right, okay. I'll check it out. I never read that run. Yeah, just the first trade or the first couple of issues. You guys don't like that, then you probably won't like the book. Well, here's the problem. I don't get the trades, and people try to get me, but I need the, the floppies. If I can't get the floppies, then... Me too. I mean, oh, my God, I'm the same way. Like, I would spend a lot more just to get the, the, the single issues instead of just buying a cheap trade. That's going to be difficult. <laughs> If it's not completely out of my price range, that's what I have the internet for. They have, they have ways. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, I, I cannot. I, for me, like I just there's 
really very little joy, and apologies again, Stephen, but really very little joy in reading comics on a month. Just, I can't, it's just not the same. No, I respect that completely. I I got used to the whole weekly thing. I don't know. I used to do the straight paperback thing, but uh, I guess I can't. I I'm mean, I'm impatient, so I just like to read them as soon as they come out. So I'm just used to it. Mm. I guess because I have an impatient personality, so. Oh yeah, I'm the same way. But when it comes to that, I'm very patient. I, I put my foot down. I'm like, if I can't get it in floppy, then I'm not getting it. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll spite myself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so I guess you guys are both getting this book. Yeah, I, I'm kind of interested in what, because I did see the, it was like one page that they teased it, the the, the story in the Marvel Legacy number one. It's just, because they teased like it's like Wakanda's in the future kind of thing, or maybe it's his own planet or something. I don't know what. Okay. What the hell's going on? And it was only like two pages, and that was it. I'm like, what the hell was that? If it follows, it follows what what the uh, copy just that, that it's like a multiverse version of T'Challa's empires. Yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. And all right, I'm personally skipping it. I'm not getting it. Uh, not because what? it seems interesting, but again, it's I'm not that interested in black right now, um, yeah. unless it's something that's more akin to a priestess. And honestly. A lot of times I have to make these hard choices every month. I just literally cannot afford to buy more comics. And so some of them will just get, you know. Well, you possibly, know what? I'm just, I, I might not sleep on this one because I think they're going to put all their eggs into Black Panther. I think they're going to, like, hold no expense with the Black Panther series. The only, the only problem with Coast is just that, uh, in the the recent storyline, he added way too many villains into the storyline when he could have just kept one villain. That was it. He just kept adding and adding and it just it just oversaturated the series where it's like collapsing oh, okay. on itself. <laughs> yeah. Now the next the next comic we're about to dive into before you get into it. This is the one that I am crazy excited about, and I'll explain it after you introduce it, but this one is, like, my top pick for the new Fresh Start series. Well, go, go ahead, Well, Why don't you introduce it? All right, I could definitely do that. The next one that we have to introduce is the Immortal Hulk number one. Now, this... <laughs> <laughs> Now, I, I, just to start off, this is one of my favorite covers of modern times that I've seen in a long time. And I saw this cover, I was like, oh. It looks like a classic cover, doesn't it? It does. It's so beautiful. It's like a really beautiful cover. And then when I read how they're going to be approaching this comic, I was like, all right, I need this. They're going to be approaching this new Hulk series as a horror-type genre. Not... Not, I guess not horror, but they're going to be exploring like the scary aspects of the Hulk instead of making him the superhero thing. And when I read that, I was like, fuck yes. Yes. I did not know that. Very yes. Cool. Yes. Uh, I'll read the synopsis real quick. Uh, Marvel, please take my money is the first one. Uh, horror has a name. You've never noticed the man. He doesn't like to be noticed. He's quiet, calm, never complains. 
Why? You can just walk up and shoot him in the head. And all he'll do is die until night falls and someone gets up again. The name is Bruce Banner. The horror is the Immortal Hulk. Oh my god. That's pretty dope. <laughs> Wait, I didn't even read the synopsis, but now the synopsis correlates into what I know I read. And, oh man, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I was already getting this book, but you just... Oh, sorry. Oh. I know it's making noise. Go ahead. <laughs> no, it's fine. I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll stop fanboying this. Can I get your guys' opinions on this? And, you know, I'm not so sure about this series. You're not sure? I, I'm going to try it, see if it's good or not. Because I always try every series that comes out. Uh, and so I... Oh, do you, do you really? Do you try every single book that comes out from Marvel? Yeah, I, I do that for DC, oh, wow. too. I just... I just I just w- decide which ones I don't like after a few issues and drop it. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Huh. And that's why I say I try not to have a bias. I try everything and I wish I was bald. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, you see, he said he he said he tries it. He doesn't say he buys it. I do try. Well, uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah. He was trying to save you, and you completely was no. <laughs> Get your hands away from me. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, I'm looking forward to it. To be honest, um, I did pre-order it. I think again, I lose track. This was if this was one of the pre-orders that was um, that was available this month or something that will come up next month. But I was sold based on the writer and artist Ali Wing and O'Bennett. Um, I like these guys, especially the writer, um, Allie Wing. Um, but now that I know what it's... So one of the things that I tend to do is if I'm interested in a book because of the character or the creators, I tend not to read the solicitation copy because I, I don't like being spoiled. But now that you've actually told me what this is, I'm a, a more... Like, we don't even see this. Like, the no, Marvel... So I think them trying to do this with with um with the Hulk is really uh uh what what's the word that I'm looking for? It's very ambitious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I definitely think it's ambitious, and I'm looking forward to that like crazy. Um, I just don't like. I'm not a fan of Al Ewing. Oh, you're not. Yeah, <laughs> I only liked like one of his series, which was uh the oh no, I like I like that one and I like the Ultimates as well. But which one? Ultimates, I guess is two. I'm not. Sh- I know they 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 have relaunched it on the new title. I would think it was called Ultimates, and then they relaunched it as Ultimates Squared. Okay. Oh right, yeah. I did like that. That was the only two series I liked of his. I just, <laughs> I just don't like how preachy he gets. What sense? With the whole anti-gun thing and uh. <laughs> he also makes the character. I noticed in the recently in the Avengers, he makes some of the characters pacifists, which does not make any sense to me, but. He did that, apparently. <laughs> and it's okay. not... It's like, why are you doing this? 
So, I don't know. I guess he's like anti-violence or something. I don't know. Because at first I thought he was anti-gun, and then all of a sudden he makes characters pacifists. I'm like, okay, maybe he's anti-violence. <laughs> but I don't know. His past work, there's really nothing notable, in my opinion, that I'm seeing so far. Like, what, what 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 do you see? What books do you see? I'm seeing like Loki, uh, Contest of Champions, the new Avengers he did, but I don't think that was the first new Avengers. Which it was um Contest of Champions and and uh, U.S. Avengers. He was kind of being preachy on anti-gun, and okay. I didn't like that. Yeah, he's doing Agents of Shield. The Ultimates, Love, Love, Judge Dredd, he did some episodes for Inhumans, but there's nothing, like, really crazy that I'm seeing from him. You know? New Avengers is what I like. I didn't like the New Avengers run. Yeah? Mm. Okay. And he also did a, a preview for the, the No Surrender Avengers, which everyone loves. <laughs> so. The what? Are you being sarcastic or did he No, no, no. Everyone yeah, people really love it. Oh, Which yeah. one? Sorry, I was uh, the Avengers uh no surrender. People oh yeah, yeah. It's them. okay to me. I guess because he's making the characters pacifist. That's what we, that's what I was talking about. Oh, I know exactly who you're talking about now. Uh Wonder Man. Yeah, it was Wonder Man, it was uh also uh Synapsis and I guess a few other characters, I'm not so sure. That was like on a pacifist kind of thing. Well, me looking at Al's picture, he doesn't really seem like the type of person that wants any type of fight, so I can see. Really oh. like <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a big bear. <laughs> I skipped uh, No Surrender. Uh, I, I don't blame you. There's a couple of key issues that you might want to get. Um, like they introduced... Uh, what are the Challenger and uh, Voyeur, Voyager? Whoa. They're like really notable people. What's what's the name of their category? I forgot. Um, Steve? What? Uh, no Surrender? Wait. Voyager and Challenger, they're supposed to be part of this like elite, elite group of people that is like, oh, like they're part of them. But let me... I think like cele- not celestials. Um, no, it's elders. I think it's elders. Oh, elders of the universe. Earth. Yes, yes, yes. So like they introduced them as the elders of the universe. So I I, I would definitely go pick up like those copies. But besides that, and the reintroduction of Hulk, of course you need that. But um, I saw a few pages on Reddit, and I I liked that. I liked what I saw this week. Uh, of how they introduced the Hulk again? Yeah, just a couple pages of him, and, and he's actually smart now. Yeah, he's yeah. always been smart for quite a while. <laughs> oh, really? Since, uh... I, I, I don't know, I've always... I don't know when did it start, but it's been since the 90s, I think. Well, I mean, Peter David, I lo- absolutely love his work. But Peter David, um, he went through different iterations of Hulk. I mean, he he basically the, the the reason Hulk is what he is now is because of Peter David. So he went through different iterations from like uh, 
I'm not sure about that. I was I was researching. I think Greg Pack is the Hulk that we're seeing today. Yeah, yeah. Is that? No, I mean, he's up on nineties. He's. He, I think he so missed what you said. If you look back, if you look back, uh, I guess the point I was making was if you look back prior to Peter David taking on the Hulk, uh-huh. he was just basically this mindless beast, right? That's okay. all he was. There was not really much to him beyond that. But what Peter David did was he introduced a lot of psychology. And so he went through different iterations, like the uh, Mr. Fix-It, he, he was gray again, and he was this um, this leg breaker in Vegas, I think. But and that then, wasn't the Hulk. That was some other dude, right? It was, no, it was the Hulk, but it was different personality of the Hulk. It, it was still him. And then after that... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, because I was, I was just reading into that, and I was like, that was supposed to be some other dude that was in Vegas and he was and like him and Banner even fought the Great Hulk and the hold on because I don't know if we're getting like Grey Hulk uh, Stanley Hulk who is the Grey Hulk I, I, you wow. probably want to look up Mr. Fix-It yeah he was definitely yeah I saw Mr. Fix-It the Hulk I don't know anything about that <laughs> so so what he did that's one of the things he did and then his his biggest contribution was the fact that he um, he had Leonard uh, what's his name Doctor uh, Leonard Sampson right um, he had him basically merge all three personality you know the or sorry the Banner and Hulk personality together to make up a Bruce Banner Hulk so he had he was basically Bruce Banner but as the Hulk and then he went through different iterations again because. You know, you know when Jim Lee and Liefeld came back to Marvel, they did the whole Heroes Reborn thing after Onslaught. Okay. So there were, two, Go ahead. There, were, there were there were two universes at one point where all the heroes, mostly like Fantastic Four, bunch of the Avengers, um, they went to this other pocket universe. And what happened was during this transition, Bruce Banner got stuck in that universe while Hulk stayed in the Marvel universe. And so he basically wandered the streets um, wanting something but not having it. It's like he lost it. And then they merged back again. So what I'm saying is the guy who put Hulk on the map initially was... And then Greg, Greg Tack came on like years later which he did um, World War... Uh, sorry, Planet Hulk and then World War Hulk, which were great. I absolutely love you know, Greg Tack's work. Um, but why did we start talking about that? Uh, we started because um, you liked how... Oh, well, you were saying that uh, he introduced the Hulk as we know it now. We were talking about the Avengers No Surrender. About how they brought the Hulk back. And it's interesting that you say oh, that because yeah. you just said that uh, that the Hulk and Bruce Banner were separate. In, in this new Avengers No Surrender Hulk... Bruce Banner is apparently still dead. Oh, like, really? Yeah, I think the, I think it was not Kitty Pride. I think it was uh, Rogue that like she touched the Hulk, and then like Bruce Banner was just like in a fetal position inside the Hulk, and he was like, "Yeah, dude, that's that's not me," and like he just fucked her up. It was it was crazy. It was crazy. Oh, hence the immortal Hulk. I wasn't really paying attention then. I guess I don't know. I was reading it, but. I wasn't yeah. paying attention to it. Yeah. That's what happened. 
That's what happened. All right, so we're all we're all getting to this book. You guys want to move on to the next book? Mm-hmm. So, Stephen, do you want to take this one? Uh, what is it, Doctor Strange? Yes. Okay, uh, the Doctor Strange number one is The Eye of Agamotto is Closed. Doctor... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but holy shit, there are so many books to go to. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. We've been, we've been talking too often. <laughs> wow. Okay. Sorry. Sorry I cut you off. It's an hour and 17, 17 we have minutes. We might have to speak through the rest. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the Eye of Akamato, Dr. Stephen Strange, has lost his connection to the Earth's arcane power, and he can't wait to recover while nightmares press against us themes of rea- our reality, Tony Stark offers a 21st century solution where Astro travels fails trying Astro Aracle travel? Um, that's, I don't know how to pronounce that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Enter Doctor Strange Space Explorer Supreme. New spells, Ooh. allies, and enemies new and old Await strange beyond the stars, along with corners and secrets of the Marvel Universe seen here for the first time. Space is endless, but time is short. After years of threats, Stephen Bill for magic, Stephen's bill for magic use is coming due. Who will come to collect? Yeah, Not no. me. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but the synopsis is way too describable. Complicated. I mean, I, I, yeah, it's like, I don't know. I like Mark Wade. I like Mark Wade a lot. But, again, this is one of the books where I have to make a decision. Am I going to buy this book, or is this one of the books that I'm going to have to... I'll check it out. I mean, I'll see. I do like Mark Wade sometimes, I guess. I don't know. Because I did like his Daredevil. I did like... Yeah. Um, I did like his Avengers. Um, what else? I don't know what else. <laughs> My brain is... The thing is, I don't think anyone wants to see Doctor Strange in space. Like, that's no one asked for that. <laughs> yeah, I know that he's in space, yeah. and he's wearing a... A, a helmet. A helmet. <laughs> I mean, it's a space helmet. Usual space Come helmet. on. Here's what I can guarantee. It will not be bad. Like, it's... it's Mark Wade is, is just a seal of, of quality. It will not, I can guarantee that it won't be bad, but the reason I'm not buying it is because it's one of the books that I'm not that interested in, and I have to And so that's one of the ones that are um, going to get the axe, but I might pick it up in the future. Yeah, so same. If it, if, if it turns out that it's actually Yeah, but at this point in time, that that seems like a miss, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know if it'll be good, but... uh. I just didn't like Mark Way's Champions and and the all new all different Avengers. Those were horrible, but I did like his Daredevil and and the Avengers. Oh, I did like Black Widow too. That's about it. I haven't read the Black Widow. I think I did like. I haven't. I haven't read it yet. I did like his Ages of Shield too. I I noticed that was about it. Well, so, that's another book I have, but I haven't read. I haven't read. But um, yeah, the next book is is Sentry. 
Um, so it's, it's by Jeff Lemire, and then the artist, um, Kim Jacinto, is that his name? He's doing uh, part of Avengers No Surrender. Um, so, so for me, personally, this book is something I will be getting. Not yeah. a huge fan of Century, but I am a fan of Jeff Lemire. Oh, yeah, I'm a big fan of Jeff Lemire. I love... I. Okay, maybe I am biased towards him, but... <laughs> I really like his writing a lot. Like I, I love like a lot of books that he writes. Do you do you um do you read Black Hammer? No, I haven't read that yet. But oh man! See, that's, that's what I'm saying. Having read that many independent books, I have to start doing that. So so uh, so for me, when when I think Jeff Lemire, I think uh, Black Hammer more recently. But then a few years ago, he wrote the. This is my introduction to him. Was this book a sweet tooth? Beautiful book. I absolutely he, he wrote and drew really really good book. Um, and so since then I've been trying. I've been at least giving giving a try to anything that he he writes. Yeah, I I really like his I really like his old man Logan. Um, I know he's not writing that anymore, but I did like when he's writing it. I did like his Moonlight. I like his Just Be Dark. Um, what else? Uh, what I will say is that the art, the cover, looks very, very boring. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm going to take a stance that's contrary to you guys. I'm going to say that um, I'm not well-versed into the gentlemen that are making it. But I have been, I can't say I've been a fan, but I've been interested in seeing uh, the Century do something ever since 05. Um and that was when Spider-Man Breakout came and the New Avengers came on the scene. Like the first, I, I think that was the first time we saw the New Avengers or like right. in by Bendis, yeah. Yeah, and, and the way that they tackled the Century is like this broken Superman in a sense. Like yes, oh my God, exactly. That's my thought. Exactly. Like he's Superman, but he's an extremely flawed Superman, which makes him so interesting. Well, he yeah. has a mental disorder. <laughs> he has like yes. You, well, I mean, I think he's just really, really sad. Like, if, if you want to call depression a uh, mental disorder, I guess, yeah. I mean, what, what, I think his wife died, or uh, did he kill his wife accidentally? Or? I think so. I think he killed her accidentally. Um, and then his, his like, his persona was split or so, like... Yeah, it's like most personality void. disorder. Right, and then the void is his arch nemesis. Yes. Yeah. Oh, his, my God. It's like his evil personality, which is kind of interesting. Right. And that was like a huge revelation, you know, early on. Exactly. And there's a huge potential. Why? Because World War Hulk might be my favorite story arc of all time. And to watch him and uh, the World Breaker Hulk fight it out and, like, they just destroy the city. Like, I was... <laughs> one of the most epic fights I've ever read. So I, I I think he has huge potential. And the fact that you guys are, like, giving the artists and the writers such huge acclaim that I... Well, the writer. I, I'm not... Yeah, not as familiar with the artist. But uh, okay. <laughs> the writer, he's great. I mean, like, I think he's the perfect person to tackle this because he did, he did Moon Knight and he did great on how... Most personality disorders will be displayed, and I think he could do a perfect job with Century. Yeah, you know what? Knowing Moon Knight's uh, 
history, I, I think that, yeah, you can definitely transition that into the sensory properly. Or the alter ego and, you know, the, the depression. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, that, this, is a, this is a hit for me. I'm, I'm picking it up. Yeah, this is worth getting, I think. <laughs> I think I might like this book a lot. All right, next book is Deadpool Number 1 by Scotty Young and Clunk. What do you guys think? I think that this is one of the Scotty Young's best covers. He has a very young style, <laughs> pun intended. Um, like it's very cartoonish, and you do see the cartoon in this, but there's still. I, I don't know how to explain it. I don't think that's Scotty Young, though. It is Scotty Young. It says it there. The, no, the cover. I mean. Oh, it may. Because oh. Scotty Young also writes too, so it could be that Nick Line guy. Is I drawing. think Klein is the artist on this. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, I think like Klein's the artist and Scotty Young is the writer because he's been he's been writing recently. I know he does what art is, too. I he didn't does know that he is he writing a uh, Fairyland or yeah. is he just doing art? He's writing Fairyland. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So I respect him. I respect him for that. Um, I, I guess let me read the synopsis really quick. Scotty Young and Nick Klein. Uh, bring you the craziest tales of the regenerating degenerate. Yet, it's been a while since Deadpool had a murk, uh, oh, had to murk to make ends meet, but things are tough all over. While Deadpool tries to get his humble mercenary for higher business back off the ground, a catastrophic threat so unfathomable. <laughs> unfathomably. I know, that word is difficult. Oh, God. This is why I hate the English language. Sometimes. Go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to do this really slow. Unfathomably. There you go. Uh, huge. So mind-breakingly cataclysmic, it defies description. It's heading towards Earth, and there's only one person who can stop it. Oh, wait. It's it's not Wade. Is it? Oh, it's it's Wade. Uh, uh, I love Deadpool. <laughs> That's... Reading that, that's that's my. I goal. think I I think this will be a great series because uh, I like Scotty Young a lot. Hmm. I like his uh, Racket Raccoon series; those are great. His Racket it was Racket Raccoon and then his Racket Raccoon and Groot. I actually like those a lot. But can we see Deadpool being the savior of Earth? Like, no, I don't think so. But I think it's just. I don't know what he's trying to describe there, but I think it'll be like because Deadpool's a screw up, and I'm kind of glad they changed the writer for for the Deadpool series. I have not liked Jerry Duggan's run lately. Hmm. I have well, so much to say, but I'm I'm not. This is <laughs> another another podcast because a lot of things that you guys talked about about Deadpool's not a savior. And, uh, to me, like, I'm guessing you guys didn't read Joe Kelly's run. Oh, uh, which volume? Oh, wait, wait, I'm sorry. Did you, you said... Joe mm-hmm. Kelly was a writer. It was uh, initially drawn by Ed McGinnis and uh, Pete Woods and Walter McDaniel to go over for a while. Okay. That is, that's the seminal Deadpool run. You know how I said um, uh, Peter David for uh, Hulk on the map? Mm-hmm. The only reason we have Deadpool now, he's so clear, is because of what, uh, what Joe Kelly did back in the uh, 90s. Before that, Deadpool was like this, um, just, just 
you know, joke character. I mean, he was a joke that, that um, Lionel came up with as a kind of a cross between Spider-Man and Deathstroke, basically. I mean, his name is Wade Wilson, which is a play on Slade Wilson, uh-huh. you know? So it was just a joke, but then Joe Kelly took him, and he made, he basically made him, he took this scumbag character and, and basically asked the question, can he be redeemed, and does he deserve redemption? And it was, to me, like, the best Deadpool has ever been. That's why, I oh, I guess I kind of agree with you. Even though I never read that run, I just, I think Jerry Duggan ruined that. I think it was well before he, I mean, Daniel Way was, was the first guy where I was like, this is not. <laughs> Which volume is that? Because I, I liked volume, I think it was volume two when uh, it was introduced with the Scroll Wars or the Scroll Invasion. I don't know if that's the, the one. No, it, no, it was well before that. Okay. Yeah, it was written by Joe Kelly. I think it's collected in two trades. Um, complete collection one and two, I think so. It's it's yeah. really good, and, and if you read it now, it feels different from what you're currently reading. Uh-huh. But my God, the, he gave Deadpool so like right now, Deadpool is mostly a joke character, right? He doesn't have that much depth, but he he made Deadpool a real character with a lot of depth and and characterization that was just spot on, and it made you hate the character, you know, fucking. Hate is Gus, but at the same time, root for, you know, no, you can do it. You can be a better person. And it was fucking funny. It was hilarious. See, that sounds like something I would want to read. Like, I, I would definitely love to see that. I, I would say check it out. Um, maybe uh, check out the first issue. Like, uh, um, if you can manage to get a free preview online, wink, wink. Um, and then if you do like that, if you do like that, maybe... Uh, get the uh, collected editions. So finding the single issues is, like, out of the question? Probably, yeah. They're pretty expensive at this point. I mean, <clears throat> maybe, like, aside from the first issue, each issue, uh, I don't know, nothing less than 5 $6. And I don't think it's... I mean, if, if, if that's what you want to do, fine. I would just buy the trade. You don't think the 5 $6 is worth it? Um, I mean, if, if you're the kind of person, when I was thinking about um, getting the uh, single issues, I usually tend to buy them in the worst uh, condition possible. Like, I'm not a, I'm not a collector. Like, I want something in that condition. I buy, you know, books and when it's back issues, I don't care about the, the condition so much as us. So if it's a dollar book in good condition versus a near mint book in, you know, for $2, I would go for the $1. Like, for me, it's just about it. Yeah, I'm not really that... I am very, very much, you know, very strict about keeping the comics I get in the condition that I get them. So if it's a near mint, I want to keep it, like, bagged and bored and all that. But I don't really care about getting comics in the best condition. Uh, see, that's where me and you differ. Like, uh, like this last week I bought the Spawn 284, the Virgin cover... I haven't even looked inside because I don't want anything to happen to that cover. It's so beautiful. So okay. Like, I, I just need it in the best condition possible. Like, I'd look for the 9.8s. And so if it's a new comic, yeah, yeah, I definitely want it you know, in condition to buying it as such. But if, if it's a back issue, care. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, no, we're going to have to agree to disagree on that one. Definitely. Yeah. Oh. So I'm I'm skipping this one. 
Uh, I'm interested in it because I, I did not like what Jerry Duggan did to Deadpool. I mean, like, he made him kill Phil Coulson and, and a whole bunch of other innocent people. And it's like, that's not Deadpool. I just, I like, they, they gave him a reason, but it wasn't good enough reason to, for him to start assassinating people that he wouldn't normally assassinate. It's just not Deadpool for me. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a try just because it's Deadpool, and I love. And that. I just Same don't know. Cover. I don't know how this. I hope. I don't know if the this ride is gonna retcon what's gonna happen before, since he's gonna be a savior, and I'm like how he's gonna be a savior if he actually killed a few innocent people. But uh, <laughs> I guess I'll see what he will do. But I really do like Scotty Young. I just I'm looking forward to pick this one up. Cool. Alright, so next one is Thor Numero Uno, which I think, if, I, if I'm going to take a guess here, I think all three of us are probably going to get this. Oh, well, I, I'm I'm honestly going to skip this one. <gasps> really? <Yeah. laughs> Why? I thought you said you liked Jason Aaron writing Thor. So, I, I like Jason Aaron, I like this, but I kind of lost interest after the latest Thor one. And the thing that's really, the thing that kind of sealed the deal for me and that I'm not getting it is the artist, Michael Mundo. I love Michael Mundo's covers. I absolutely love them. Like, this cover of Thor looks Well, I think it's a great artist. Yeah. It does look good. But I don't like his interior art. I like his interior art. <laughs> I, cause I, I read it in, uh, it was, Weird World and Avengers and Elektra. I liked it that. Yeah, Avengers is the one that uh, kind of put me off his work as an interior artist. It's just, it was, I don't know if it was too stylized, but the colors were just too garish. and It just, uh, it was too distracting. I love his covers, though. Like, this cover is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, look at the hammer in the back, and, oh, God, it's just beautiful. Wait, so... Does, does his interior art resemble the cover that I'm looking at right now in any way, shape, or form? It does resemble it, but it's 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 a little bit. Um, I don't know how to explain it. Maybe I can find some some uh, interior pages. I'll show you what I mean. Okay. You're gonna look it up right now. Yeah. What you guys are talking. All right. I guess while he looks it up, I'll, I'll read the synopsis really quick. Um, or unless uh, Steve, you want to do the honors. No, I mean, I wasn't sure we should be reading the synopsis because it's time consuming, but. <laughs> okay. Because <All right>, so. <laughs> well, I know we've skipped it for a century. <laughs> so it's okay. Did, uh, did we skip this for a century? I, oh my god, what? <laughs> and I thought you guys were going to stop reading synopsis, but then you started reading Devil. <laughs> Wait, what, what did we skip? We skipped the century synopsis. I actually want to hear it, but I want to know what's going on. All right, let's let's, let's hear it. I mean, if, if you can. Well, no, apparently we're skipping them because. Uh, okay. Well, I. You could whatever, whatever you choose to do is fine. <laughs> the thing is, I'm trying to find a page, and and there's no one page that kind of. Supports my uh, my argument. They feel really good, but I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe it was just too jarring having it 
this is somewhat of a kind of overload. I don't know. I just I know that I did not like his work um, as an interior artist. I thought it was a little bit stylized. Anyway, um, okay. So what are we on now? Are we on okay Thor? Yeah. So I said I'm going to skip that. I'm, I'm going to pick it uh, up. I'm going to definitely pick it up. Uh, I want to see or redeem uh, or Thor redeem himself. Uh, I want to see him become the worthy Thor again. So. Yeah, I want to. I kind of want him to uh, stop being stubborn and realize that he is worthy of the hammer. Because the whole him getting emotional about Jane Foster being Thor, he just it just it's like he was jealous, and it was like a and not a good way, not jealous and not in a good way. He was jealous. He was happy that she was the Thor. Nine, all, nine, all unworldly Thor. He looked like he was pissed off that she was Thor. Because hmm. he he ends up growing. I guess it grows on him eventually. But at first, he didn't like it for a very long time. And that's interesting. I know that the reason that he was no longer the Thor, I forgot what Nick Fury said to him. Do you guys remember? But it, I, I thought it was crazy for that to be the reason that he's no longer worthy. Well, they didn't explain it in a good way. I forgot what it was, but it was lame. Yeah, I remember it being a letdown. Um, guys, I'm going to have to step away just a few minutes. Um, All right. Uh, yeah, you guys can go ahead. Uh, I'll catch up with you like an uh, issue or two down. Uh, I mean, a uh, comic or two down. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, all right. So I, I guess we'll we'll move on from Thor. You said that you're picking it up? Yeah, I am. And your reason for that is you you want to see him. I want to see him be able to redeem himself, and I guess realize that uh that uh Jane Foster was worthy of being Thor, and uh I kind of want I guess wanted to uh accept that she had to be Thor for a point in time, and now it's his chance to. Um, believe in himself that he can be Thor as well. I mean, he is Thor as his name, but <laughs> that he's worthy of of being, I guess, who he is. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Is it just me or on the cover? He's really starting to look like his father. Like, he, he's looking he a lot does, more mature. He does look like his father, but, I mean, there was a part in during the the run of Thor where he's in the future, and he looks completely like Odin. And uh, Jason Aaron did write that that part. Uh, does he, like, take over the position? Like, is he, like, the forefather? Or he just resembles his dad? Like- no, he actually becomes, like, in charge of Asgard. But it's like... Like, everything is almost, like, extinct. Like, it was, like, the far future kind of story. Old Man Thor. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was Old Man Thor. That's what it was like, I noticed. Oh, that sounds cool. Um, yeah. All right, so I guess let's go to the next one. The next one is Ant-Man and Wasp, number one of five. So this is going to be a mini-series that's going on. Uh, I'll let you take it first. Um, well, you want me to say, read the synopsis quickly? 
Uh, well, no, apparently we're not doing the synopsis, and before I, I just want to, I guess, hear your opinion on it, and before I continue or we continue, I'll say that uh, a storyteller is Mark Wade, and the artist is Javier Garron, who did Secret Warriors and Star-Lord. I'm not too, like, uh, aware of their work. I don't know if you've seen anything that they've done before or read anything that they... Not, not, I've, of course I've read Mark Wade a lot. I'm, I'm, I do like his writing a lot. Uh, mm, this artist, I, it's, I guess it's okay. I mean, I do like, I've, I have read it, his art. I mean, I actually have seen his art from a few series that he's, um, drawn. Okay. Do you like the cover? I do like it. I looks it does look good. I I mean, I guess because uh, he didn't do so well in Secret Warriors, but he did good in Cyclops, and I did like his Infernal run too. Wasn't Secret Warriors a Valiant title? No, that's Marvel. (laughs) That's the one where Secret Warriors is is like from the bottom to top. It's like or from no, that's something. That's, I don't know what you're talking about, but it's it's like it's like um at first it was a uh, Ages of Shield team in the ninety ending the early two thousands I think or and uh, this series was more of Inhumans characters. Hmm. Okay. So, like, literally the Inhumans characters, or just, like... Yeah, it's all Inhuman characters. Because I think they were trying to push the Inhumans at this point, and they wanted to put all the Inhumans in Secret Warriors. Do they get the shine that they deserve? I want to see Carnage yeah. become someone cool. It's just, it wasn't written good. It didn't even last that long, either. It was 12 issues. So, yeah... Okay. His art was kind of weak at that one, but I've has I do like his art. It's it's interesting. Well, if it looks like the cover of this that I'm looking for, I mean, it's it's definitely not weak. I can say that. No. Uh, so so what's your uh, what's your take on the Ant Man and Wasp number one? Is it a hit or miss? I think it's a uh, it's a hit for me because I do like Mark Wade. Okay. And, um, I just, uh, I, I really like Mark Wade and I think he can do a good job with this. And I guess I'm interested to see what the ratio with Scott Lang and Nadia would be because they never actually interact with each other. And this is, it'd be interesting to see them interact with each other the first time. It's a pass for me. <laughs> hey, nice intro. What? I didn't hear what no, you I, I, I am passing on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pass on it, too. Uh, it's funny that it seems like me and E are, like, on one side of the fence, and then uh, Steven's always on the other side. Like, me and E will be happy for it, and then Steven will be like, eh, well... <laughs> Fuck you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think it's more interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um, 
I'm just passing on it because I'm not an Ant Man dude. Like Yeah, me too. Like, like I, I like them. Did you read Nick Spencer's Ant Man? That was good. Yeah, I like that run a lot. That's that's why I wanna see another I know it's not to the same writer, but I want to see the character again. That's but what. but Nick Nick Spencer's was more of a sitcom than anything else. Yes, I I that's what I like about like Nick Spencer. His yes, his exactly. style is very sitcom-y. I like that. Um, yeah, just for me. Yeah, me too. Okay, <laughs> the next one is Tony Stark Iron Man. <laughs> Which is by uh, Dan Slott, and Ooh. the artist is Valerio Stitchy. I don't know how to pronounce those words, those names. But <laughs> Skitty? Yeah, I guess it's Skitty. Yeah, I don't want to pronounce it the other way. What, Stitchy? I said Stitchy, but I don't no, know. No, I mean, it's, it's definitely not shitty. <laughs> 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 Hey, there's some people that have the name Fox, and it's not like Fox. Um, it might be shitty. That's the sad part. It might actually be shitty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, am I the only one that wants to see Tony Stark be a raging alcoholic again? Is, is it just me? <laughs> oh. Well, he was kind of a raging alcoholic when he was, when he was Superior Iron Man. Was that recent? That he was back to being an alcoholic? Or, like, we're talking back in the days. Yeah, and that was recently. That was in the Axis storyline. Story really? They made him drunk again? Oh. No, well, not... I guess more like of a cocky motherfucker, but... <laughs> oh, no, I want to see him inside the bottle. And, like, that's what... The reason I bring that up is because on the cover, he's looking like someone that really needs to shave. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Like I, I, I just, I just wanted to see. Uh, I'm not a fan of uh, Iron Man either. I, I feel like I haven't read anything really crazy uh, that drew me to him. And him and Captain America in the same category as me, so uh, as each other. So uh, I may have to pass on this, but I mean, this is number one issue, so I may have to pick it up uh, against my better judgment. Um, I might, I might, I will be interested in this one because I really like Dan Slott and, uh, I just didn't like his recent story arc for Spider-Man. It's, he's kind of running out of ideas and I kind of want to see what he has in store for, for Iron Man. Are you talking about Red Carnage? Yeah, I'm not liking that storyline, but. Why? <laughs> because. I, just, uh, I haven't read the last issue yet. So. Okay. I read the, um, the 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 first part, but I haven't. I have actually read the part where he turns into the the Red Goblin yet. Oh, well, I didn't like the whole Venom storyline though. Before that, that one was awful. Because that was just uh, it was a crossover with the Venom series, and it, that writer was terrible. Hmm. <laughs> I like the cover, the one where Spidey is holding Jonah Jameson. I think that was one of the most beautiful covers I've seen recently. I'm, I'm just really falling in love with covers lately. But uh, I mean, I, I, Dan Slott gets a lot of critical acclaim. So, I mean, I didn't even know he was writing this, which gives it some merit, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But I don't know. Uh, you guys tell me whether it's a hit or miss in your books. I think it's a hit for me. 
Um, for, for the record, it's uh, I just looked it up. It's it's an Italian name, and it's pronounced Skeety. I guess I'm going to step off real, real quick. <laughs> Is this something I said? No, 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 no. Because my boyfriend just called me, and I had, I'm trying to see why. <laughs> no, no problem. Um, we'll yeah. just talk some more about this uh, skeedy thing. Um, I, I love the fact that it bothered you so much, and you didn't want to call him shitty so bad that you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just kind of, I, I want to give him his proper, you know. I mean, he did the cover, right? Because that cover. The cover is nice, yeah. You get the. I, I, I like how he drew the no, the face, basically, especially. Wait, you kind of broke up. I didn't hear the ending of that. So I like the way he drew the nose and. Up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I, I don't like that his chest hair is showing. He's looking like he's. <laughs> and I'm a little yeah. uncomfortable. But. Yeah. <laughs> and Valerio, listen, you need to give my man over here some credit and you need to, like, sign some stuff for him. He respects you enough to go online and not completely demolish your name. So give him some points, please, if you ever least, do see this. I at least made up for that comment. Exactly. <laughs> Even though I'm going to call you shitty, to he, he redeemed himself. I, I'll stay in the pit by myself. Um, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to buy this book, to be honest. Um, I don't know. Like, Dane Slott is, is hit or miss for me, and, and more often than not, it's miss. Like, mm -hmm. I did not like most of the stuff he did in the last um, in Amazing Spider-Man the last couple of years. I liked his Superior Spider-Man. Superior Spider-Man was um, But his, his Spider-Man just, I don't know, it's just... I you know what I actually haven't picked up Spider-Man in a while, and I picked up this latest story arc with the Red Goblin, and I like that first part. I like the way they set up the Goblin, and then the revelation at the end that J. Jonah Jameson, um, and then he inadvertently basically reveals that Peter Parker's Spider-Man. Although, how did the Goblin? How did Norman Osborn forget that? That's a good question. Did we just find a plot hole? Or? No, no, I'm pretty sure something happened. I haven't really been following that, that um, you know, that book. Um, but, yeah, so he's, he's quite hit or miss for me. And I think you, you brought up a bit about how you've never really read a really great um, Iron Man story. And I kind of, I think I feel the same. I don't think I've ever read an Iron Man story that really grabbed me as, as a kind of, you know, the, the ultimate you know, Iron Man story. Although, yeah. I do have Armor Wars. I did a couple of years ago. I went back and got all those back issues of okay. books from the 80s. I just haven't read, I just haven't read them yet. Oh, so, I, was, I was expecting to be like, that was good. Because, I, I mean, Armor Wars does sound like, a, like it could have some potential to it. That's one of the books that's constantly mentioned as one of the greatest Iron Man stories. And you said it came on the 80s? Came I'm out. back. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're just talking about... Have you, um, Stephen, read Armor Wars, the uh, very old... No, I never uh, read that. Okay, okay. I read the Secret so Wars one in the Secret Wars event that they had. Oh, the old one from the 80s? No, the new one. The new. Oh, It okay. was just called Armor Wars. It was... 
It's not, it's a, the, the, remember when Jonathan Hickman was writing Secret Wars? Oh, that's right, right. They had all these different spin-offs. Yeah, oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so that's a that's a pull from you guys and a pass from me, I guess. What? Pull? Yeah, I just I just have to say the fact that we have to reference a storyline from the '80s yeah, as right. <laughs> is like the only thing that yeah. we can run a, eh, eh, so talk about? Iron Man. We're talking about how? Yeah, like do you? What story would you say is the best Iron story? Uh, was it Matt Friction and Invisible Iron Man? Oh, that's a good point. I did not read that. Matt Fraction wrote uh, supposedly a really good Iron Man. He did. I loved it. <laughs> it was in Mandarin. Like a whole entire arc of Mandarin. I did not read that. And that's not like Iron Man since after he left. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, that's a good point. I think I remember that just a little bit. I, I don't think I read it. I think I may have like one issue from that, that run, but... Again, it didn't capture me, so, you know. Yeah, that was a great run. I did like that a lot. I just have to ask really quick. Is that an Xbox I'm hearing in the background? No, I'm just... The Xbox is not on. It's, it's off. <laughs> I've got nothing here. It's, it's let's see some on my keyboard. That's oh, because it's typing? Okay. No, I heard a party invite, and I was like, oh. No, my that's my phone, I think. That's because I plugged it into a charger, and it makes a sound. Oh, okay, okay. I was, I was about to be like, someone's jumping on Fortnite with me after this game. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, let's continue before. All right. So, next, we got Captain America, and the uh, copy reads, Winter, and every, for over 70 years, he has stood in defense of country and its people. But the aftermath of Hydra's takeover of the nation, Captain America is a figure of controversy, carrying a tarnished shield. And a new enemy is rising. Who are the power elite, and how do they intend to co-opt and corrupt the symbol that is Captain? Now, this is written by uh, Tanahisi, I guess. Co- yeah, the same guy as Black Panther. Yes, and the guy who's drawing it is Lionel Yu. You, whose art I haven't seen in a while. Me neither. Um, I have not seen his art. I don't think I've ever seen his art. You know. Oh, you've never seen his art? He's he's a really good... Um, his art is quite stylized. There's a lot of um, hatching and cross-hatching. Uh, but I really like his art. I think he's um, been... He was, I think he was MIA for a while, probably. I think so, too. No, that's... That, that's Alex Ross. Oh, that's Alex Ross, I noticed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I thought that's what the art is. Oh, that's... Because it doesn't look like Alex Ross that much, I noticed. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's... it's Yeah, the, the left part, I guess, looks more like Alex Ross and the Captain America with the big head on the right. Uh, that, that's, that looks weird. For some yeah, it does look weird. I'm saying it's probably... <laughs> I don't know, because it looks weird on the left side of the art. Yeah. His ear is way big, but, uh, I mean, I, I guess I'll get mine out of the way really quick. I already said that I don't like Captain America, I hate patriotic, but the fact that there's a tarnish to his name, I want to see his name get drug in the dirt. I want to see 
<laughs> I like I like Captain America. I mean, I like the Secret Empire storyline too. What do you like? What appeals you about Captain America? Like, what's your what's your selling point with him? Well, I like that he's always he's always moving with the times of how America, uh, I guess, describes itself at during the you know, I guess different time points like. He always deals, he's always fighting it with the identity of being American. Like it's always been, uh, like, uh, yeah, he's always like fighting the ideal of how it is to be an American person, I guess. It's patriotic, I get, I'm trying to say. I, I like Captain America, and the reason I like because he embodies the American dream. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. What America should... Sorry? Go ahead. Oh, God. No, no. It's not to... So, he embodies the American dream as a concept. So, he is basically... It's basically him. He's in... Is it anachronism? Is that what it's called? Anachronism? Anarchism. No, no, no. No, it's not... I don't think it's anachronism. <laughs> I should not use words that I can. Yeah, anachronism, which is a yeah, thing belonging yeah. or basic period. Other than that, which it, so to him, like basically, he's 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 awoken in this in this reality in this world that does not resemble what he was fighting for. Yeah, and see, that's so, why it's like I always feel like he's fighting America sometimes. Well, go ahead. Yes, that, that, that's the point, though. I think to him, it's not about a country. It's not about uh, the people in power. It, it's about what he feels is is the true America. And, and as someone who's not American, right, as someone yeah. who doesn't even live in the, in the state, uh, this to me is very interesting. Um, and I guess, you know what, um, Ra, I think maybe you just haven't read the stories. Um, there is this one story that Mark Wade did, just absolutely amazing work that he did just before um, the Onslaught and Heroes Reborn. It was him and Ron Gurney, and they did this story called, um, I can't remember what it's called, but I, I think it's called Man Without a Country. And um, I think Captain America was stripped of his nationality. I think I think something like that. But basically, he was he was like, Creator, and um, that to me was was such a great introduction to Captain America. Like that was a real first book that I read. Um, and then after that, after Heroes Reborn, Mark Waid took the, took over the book again with Ron Gurney. And Captain America wakes up in Japan, and he kind of sees what what's happened to the American dream and to his name and how it's being um, marketed throughout the world. And I think those two storylines are quite fantastic in how they portray that, that character Captain. I would definitely read that first story that you just told me about. I would like to see Captain America, not American. That, that's I never read that one. That's interesting, though. Yeah. That sounds I, I, I am interested, though, and in, in you kind of grew up. Um, I'd, I'd love to hear more on, on your thoughts on Kind of broke up a little bit. Say that again? Oh, yeah, because I noticed it breaks up a bit sometimes. 
Okay, no, when, when we were talking about kind of... Oh, God. You kind of groaned. Yeah, you said, oh, God. No, because it started going fast for you. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, no. No, the reason I said, oh, God, is because... Uh, and this just goes nothing against you. It's just that that answer seemed as, like, patriotic. It says, you know, like, Captain America is the American dream. It was just like, oh, God. Like, please. Oh, okay. I was just saying, oh, God, because the, your, your voice is fast-forwarding. I'm like, why is it fast-forwarding? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> With me, that just seemed like the answer that, like, that seemed like a typical Captain America answer. So it didn't sell me. But right. when, when you told me that, that first storyline of Captain America without a country, that that kind of makes me grow near. And then I loved Captain America's stance of Civil War. I mean, I was on his side, of course. So, I mean... That's that's the closest me and him got to, to being friends, I guess. <laughs> okay, so so this is a definite book. Well, to talk more about this, what's very interesting to me about this is the writer. The writer's black. And I don't remember ever there being, like, a prominent black writer on Captain America. Yeah, I don't think so either. It's kind of interesting I, that they're letting a black guy write um, Captain America. I'm really interested to see his perspective on this. Yeah, because I don't think I don't think a black guy has written Black Panther. Not Black <sighs> Captain America. <laughs> I think my brain was thinking Black Panther because he's writing Black Panther. Christopher Priest wrote um, Captain America and the Falcon. It was like a issue series or something, twelve, fourteen issues. But I don't remember ever like a you know a, like a proper. Well, he wrote, he wrote, okay, so I guess there has been a black person then. No, I mean, I'm sure, you know, black writers have written Captain America in such a, like, such a prominent way. I don't ever remember, like, Mark Grunwald did it for a while, um, and then a bunch of other people did it, Mark Wade, uh, you know, people like that, but. I'm just, this is the most interesting thing to me about this. And I like Lionel Hughes. Um, is it Lionel, Lionel or Lionel? I don't know. He's, he's to... Filipino, but I don't know. I mean, that's a, I'm not sure. What, anyway, um, so yeah, that's the yes for me. Um, I assume, Stephen, you're you're picking this up. Yeah, I, I want because I actually thought like Colts. I just hope he can write it for the long run because... I notice his writing gets a little dilated when this when he adds so much villains into one story. It's like just I mean, if you keep it one the villain. Stars, it looks like it's gonna be a lot of villains as well. Yeah, I noticed that. Spider Man breakout again. I'll bring that up yeah, because Spider Man had to face everybody. It's like because in Black Panther, he had, he first he was fighting. Ezekiel Stain, like uh, the Abadiah Stain's son, and then it was Doctor Faustus, and then it's Claw, and it's just he's just adding too much villains at the point at this point. Uh, I'm gonna pick this up. I'm gonna pick burn this up. it. <laughs> 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 well, Human awesome. Torch is already in the cover, so they're already burning. You said this comes out in the winter, so I make it cold. Oh, wait, no. That's just the title. <laughs> but, uh, alright, let's, let's move on to the next one, which I think is gonna definitely be a polarizing one. 
Really? Okay. From my side, this Amazing Spider-Man number one reboot. I mean, the fact that it's Nick Spencer, the fact that it's Ryan fucking Otley, it's just a no-brainer for me. I am definitely buying the shit out of this book. Uh, tell me about the tell me about the people Ryan Otley as the Invincible. Yes, that's a guy who has drawn basically Invincible since issue I don't know, like what was it, seven or eight after Corey Walker left. Corey was, of course, the co-creator of Invincible, but the guy. I mean, if you look at those first few issues and look at his last few issues, the guy has evolved so much. It's just insane. This cover does not do his art justice. Honestly, this cover is, is not good. That Venom is terrible. I don't know why. Oh, yeah, that Venom is really bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah, I can see it. So Even the lizard looks terrible. <laughs> this guy is the lizard looks worse. Spider-Man looks all right. That's yeah, I don't talk about the lizard. The lizard is terrible. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry, is Electro a chick now? Yeah, it's a female... It's a female electro. Uh, Don't is that is a different character. It's not like Electro turns a woman. Okay, uh, <laughs> I thought he had operations. No, no, no. It's a different. <laughs> it's actually his girlfriend end up being Electro. Oh, uh, Electro's girlfriend. Yeah, he has a he had a girlfriend, and then he she became an ex girlfriend. How did she become Electro? Oh, she got electrocuted and, and <laughs> power. That's a coincidence. <laughs> That's amazing. So my mind went left. I was like, all right, well, I guess he had to transfer his powers some way, and if that's his problem, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that power transferred to her. That's what it was. Exactly. Ooh. Yeah, so that's 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 his venom. That's Ryan Otley's venom. That I like that. How the skin is pulled back, it looks like other. I like that. Oh, it boggles nice. my mind how oh, this is the cover though. I mean, this is no in no shape, way, or form indicative of what this man can do. Hopefully, the interior looks better. I guess. I, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it will be. Uh, alright, this one person on the cover I have to bring up has, when's the last time we've seen Craven? Has he been back recently? Or? Yes, he's been back for quite a while. Uh, oh, you mean from the dead? Yeah. Oof, but, or just, just, he's in, been, just in comic books, like have we seen his face recently? Yes, I have a lot. Like in Scarlet oh, Spider he, and, and, and he was Girl in Girl. Captain America six months <laughs> ago, Captain America, right? Really? Yeah, he was yeah. in Captain America too. Okay, so I'll, I'll shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay if you're. You said you just like went back to comic books during Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, literally, that that got me back in. Okay. All right. So, what about you guys? I'm I'm interested in this because I I love Lick Spencer. It's just uh, I'm kind of worried about the whole reboot kind of thing because uh. I want Peter Parker to at least be a scientist, maybe working on New Horizon. Okay. I I like that part of Peter Parker. I don't want him to be broke again. I just 
I don't like that there. I don't like. Uh, I want uh, progression on Peter Parker. I don't want to go back to him being broke again. We we already had so many stories with that. Is I want him to like be achieve be able to you know achieve a success. I don't want him to always be a failure. No, I'm with you on that. I'm with you, and I, I think it would be a really dumb. That's why it kind of turned me off when uh, Dan Slott decides to make him a, a a journalist for science. It's like, no, stop. <laughs> and this what kind of yeah. threw me off. Uh, I'll I'll go against you guys. I want to see a broken Spider-Man. I think we've seen a lot of funny Peter, but we need to see some depth as well. And though they've messed it up with stories like. Uh, one more day, or uh, I, I think that was the, I think that was the name of it. Uh, and we've seen some badass parts of, of Peter. I mean, I think we can have a funny gentleman and still have like a badass Spider-Man. Yeah, I don't mind that. <laughs> Steven was saying that he didn't want a, a broke as in penniless. Oh, that's what you meant, right? Yeah, that's what I meant, like penniless, like being a minimum okay. wage job. I don't want to see. I don't want to see a rich Peter Parker, but I think he should be able to maintain a living. Yeah, like stable, like like a stable, I guess middle class. If you want to describe middle class, yeah, I want to see a middle class Peter. But uh, here, here's the problem with this. I guess the only polarizing thing is is me and myself. Uh, This is a miss for me. The art doesn't capture me. Uh, they need to prove themselves on being able to write the Amazing Spider-Man, but at the end of the day, this is Spider-Man, so I have to pick it up. I don't really have a choice because Spidey, but I, I think this is one I can wait a little bit for. I don't need to get it open in the day. I, I just hope this is like uh, his Superior Falls of Spider-Man run. I don't think it's going to be that, to be honest. So oh, if it's, it's not, a, it's okay, I guess. <laughs> I, I think there's going to be a lot of humor. But, yeah, that's I mean, this is going to be a bit more serious, I guess, as opposed to that, which was just making a joke, I guess, of all, all the, which was amazing. I loved that book; it was so funny. I've been um, oh, you should definitely check it out. It's, yeah, it's, it's a pretty. Uh, it's basically about about these these group of villains. Um, were they the Sinister Syndicate? No, no, no. It was it was like a. Sinister Six, but it was with um, they only had like a uh, Beetle, Boomerang, and Shocker, and yeah, um, five, five Overdrive. Characters. That <laughs> Overdrive, that's right. That's yeah, right. yeah, like five characters called Sinister Six. Or... It was yeah, it was be Sinister <laughs> Five, but it's like okay, we might not always call ourselves that because we only have five people. <laughs> Sinister <laughs> Five doesn't sound great. They were making fun of it like. Like, let's call each other Sinister Five. Ah, oh, that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, that was a good book. Um, now, this cover, though, um, so the characters, I'm not sure I recognize them. Just next to Venom, is that Robbie's son? I guess so. I have no idea who this. And then who's who's the girl, the black girl? I think is that's... Is that Jonah's secretary? I guess so. Gloria, I do remember her. Gloria Grant. She was in uh, Hellcat and She-Hulk. Gloria Grant, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, that may be, because I, I know that the black dude and the chick next to him, they, they work for Jonah, right? Yeah. They do. Yeah. Well, no, the black... Uh, oh, yeah, Robbie, Ro- Robbie Ro- Robertson and then... Um, Betty Brand. Betty Brand. Yeah. And Aunt May just keeps getting hotter and hotter. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. God. I think she looked like a cougar there. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, the, the, the woman was barely alive. 20 years ago. Yeah, I noticed you know? that. Like, She's like... Banging guys left and right. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. So are we all in unison that we want uh, Aunt May? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not me, but I can see why you probably find her hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it is funny. Uh, I, I guess before we, we move on to the next one, I, I, I did this little rant, and I want to get you guys' quick opinion on this. It's going to be the third time I bring up this short little miniseries. Um, I just want your opinion to, to know if you guys agree with me on it. I think that the next Spider-Man movie that they need to make, if they're going to introduce the Sinister Six, um, like I keep on hearing that they want to, I think they need to do Spider-Man Breakout. I, mean, I think we need to see that on the screen, and then that would be the perfect introduction. What's the more, I don't know what that is. Uh, what happens is, and this is how the new Avengers formed, um, the, the Rikers Island, I'm just going to call it Rikers Island, uh, all the supervillains break out up their cells. Uh, I think there's a huge explosion on the island, and Spider-Man is the only dude there, and they're, like, about to kill Peter. Like, everyone's like, yo, let me get a piece, let me get a piece, and everyone's just, like, fucking him up. And then uh, the Avengers assemble, and then uh, Captain America comes, and they save the day, yada, yada, yada. But I can actually see it. that happening. Cause yeah, I, I, it was one of my favorites. I mean, spoiler for some people who haven't seen Spider-Man, but... They do. They, everybody's in jail in the at the end. I mean, at the end credits, right? So you got Scorpion. You got uh, Shocker. Yeah, Vulture. Yeah. Right. So you got three there. And I heard they might do um, Craven and Mysterio. So that's five. So we might. Thing, well, the thing about the breakout storyline, though, he's 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 saved by the Avengers. Yeah. I don't see that happening this way. Yeah, I don't think the Avengers will be there, but maybe just... What? Maybe... Like what they're doing now? Yeah, I mean, not saving the day, because it's his movie, right? Yeah, they're not going to put the Avengers in his movie, unless they... They might do end up doing, like, a Civil War thing. Like, they had... It was a Captain America movie, but they had Avengers in it. Well, you know what? I'll argue that. I'll argue that with the perfect argument. They made... Thor Ragnarok, Planet Hulk. You're right. I, I don't know. I guess you, you're right. Never mind. This, this is, yeah. Well, <laughs> the difference, though, in my opinion, is that Thor Ragnarok was still about Thor, though. He's the one who wanted, he's the one who faced Hela at the end, right? Yeah, I'm right. He, he, was, he was joined by the Revengers? Yeah. What did they call themselves? Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. So, so but, but in the end, it was still, he was the protagonist. He was the hero. So, for 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 the Avengers to show up at the end of the Spider-Man movie, basically save his ass, it's kind of I mean it's almost like your protagonist is, is you know, he's not the hero of the story. Well, he's not the hero of the story. I mean that's the cool thing about Spider-Man, right? That he is a kid and that he's he goes up against these 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 unbelievable odds and and he he survives at the end. He pulls through. 
Okay. God, I, I, I love that reveal. I mean, that was when he when he goes to to, to uh, what's her face, uh, his girlfriend, and then homecoming. Oh God. What was her name? Liz Allen uh, or oh yeah, uh, something Liz, Liz, Liz Allen. Liz Allen. Yeah. And then Vulture open, opens up the door. That jeez, I did not see that come. Oh yeah, that was crazy. And then the car ride where he slowly realizes who this guy is. Oh, this guy is Spider. That was just such a chilling scene. I mean, it was it was just done perfect. I still haven't seen it. I will soon enough. Oh, oh God, I'm terrible then. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. It's uh, not it's okay. I mean, I, I'm really, really, really. Oh my God! I assumed everyone seen it. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, but but when it comes to me, like with spoilers, I'm very cautious about learning anything. Like I don't want, I want to go in absolutely. So I'm really sorry about that. No, 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 no. See, I'm one of those types that like I'll be anxious for a show, and then like one of my friends will see it, so I'll ask him like, "What happens?" Like I, oh. I, I don't know why. I, I yeah, I'm like I, him too. I'm like you, Rock. <laughs> Same thing. I'm just. <laughs> I don't care about spoilers anymore. For future reference, that ruins my experience. Okay. <laughs> so I won't do that for you. Like, I, I won't ruin it for anyone that hasn't seen it, but for an example, like, I missed uh, the last few episodes of The Walking Dead, and then I found out what happened to uh, to Carl, and I was like, what? But it didn't get me mad. It, it was well, just like... Wait, so what happened to Carl? Uh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait! Uh, are you guys are you guys up to, uh, up to date on that? No, I am up to date on on the TV show and the comic. Oh wait, the comic you mean? Huh? No, I was talking about the. He comic. was talking about the show. Okay, so so I don't read the comic. I have like first uh, absolute edition or whatever. That's the only thing I've read. Um, but the show I stopped watching with like the fifth episode of the season. So you're saying something happens to Carl? Uh, I'm saying that... Nothing. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> okay. You know, no, I mean, it's fine. I'm not that invested in the show. Honestly, I got I kind of lost interest the last few episodes. But I haven't seen it since, like... No, not even the fifth season. I think I saw, like, two, three episodes. Sorry, no. Beyond the eighth season. Yeah, it's the eighth season, but I've only seen the first few episodes. It kind of dragged a little bit for me. Does it get better? I think so. I mean... Okay. That could be just my opinion, because I know there's a lot of people not liking Walking Dead anymore, but oh, I still God. enjoy it. Okay, I'll have to check it out. I'll have to check it out again, especially if something does or does not happen to Carl. Something definitely doesn't happen to Carl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's move on to the next and final yeah. book, The Life of Captain Marvel. Now, before I read anything, I just want to say, that cover is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, yeah it's it like like a classic ad from the fifties or something. It does oh look like God. that. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. The details and the shadows on the people, even like I'm looking at the girl at the bottom left, and like, the, the, yeah, 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 like that <laughs> denim, the way, yeah, the shadow on the deck, it's beautiful. No. I was looking at her skirt, not not in the pervy way, but I was oh. <laughs> Well, there is shadow in there. I mean, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 
Who is the artist? That's a TT, right? That's the initial? Let me see. She's just under her, um, Captain Marvel's, uh, last, her last leg. That is a TT. I like that. I like that, uh, little thing, too. Yeah, it's nice. Where, it doesn't say who the artist is in this article. I don't know why. It says Carlos Pacheco is the artist. Oh, I am looking for it. <laughs> yeah, Carlos Pacheco is one of my favorites, um, but not enough to get emitted by this, to be honest. Ooh. Yeah. Controversy. Yeah. Why? I don't know who Mar- Margaret Stoll She's been writing the Captain Marvel series for quite a while. I mean, I like, I like her, her, um, writing of the character. I, I like, I like, I've been liking Captain Marvel since, since they decided to make her Captain Marvel. I've been picking every series since then. And it hasn't been good? It has been good to me, yes. I, I say I've been picking it up every, ever okay. since. She's in Captain Marvel. Hmm. Um, uh, the only reason I'm interested in this is because Carol looks hot on the cover. <laughs> That's it. But okay. Is it a hit or miss? Uh, I, I need to. I actually need to know what's going on in the story, or need to know the synopsis on this. It right seems here. like they they said they're going to our origin story, but it's like before she got her powers. Okay. Let me read the synopsis for you guys. Carol Danvers was just a girl from Boston, in Boston suburbs, who loved science and the Red Sox and saw a chance to counter with a Cree hero who gave her incredible superpowers. Now, he's a leader in the Avengers, commander of House Slave. But what? But what if there was more to the story? When crippling anxiety attacks, put her on the sidelines in the middle of the fight, Carol finds herself reliving memories of a deep thought was was far behind her. You can't outrun where you're from. Sometimes you have to go home again. But there are skeletons but there are skeletons in Captain Marvel's closet and what she discovers will change her entire that's pretty much it. Boo. Yeah, it doesn't really say much, does it? Yeah, no. I I I'm kinda interested in it because I kinda the anxiety thing kind of interested me a bit. Oh, the anxiety attacks? Yeah, because I want to... Sh- yeah, I mean, do, do you get them? Huh? Do you get, like, panic attacks? No, I don't have anxiety. No, it's not me. Okay. My friend has anxiety, but not me. But- I get panic attacks. <laughs> and I sometimes get panic attacks, and they are oh, fucking terrifying. I mean, it feels like I'm... I feel... I, I don't know what I feel. I can't... Re- and I have to think for a few seconds to notice that I am actually breathing and to convince myself to convince myself that I'm I'm actually breathing. And it usually happens when I'm driving and I just switch off whatever I'm listening to. I almost you know I, I almost pull over. But what I definitely do is I switch off what I'm listening to, I uh, take off my seatbelt, and I just it's just insane. I don't get them as often as I used to, you know. Despite that, I'm not getting this book. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, but. you know what? Just, just for my little anxiety thing. I don't get anxiety. At, well, I don't know. I, I guess if, if, if I can call this an attack, it's different. I'll be immobilized for days. If there's a situation that really, really puts me over the edge, my stomach 
um, it it decides that I'm its worst enemy and like I'm I'm just on the floor aching in pain, unable to move, unable to eat for days until it gets better. So I I know how that is, but yeah, I'm not giving this either. <laughs> oh, I I I I don't have any anxiety. I just like to see um people. I like yeah, I like seeing people with different mental disabilities. I have one, and I like to see how, I guess how the, a different way of thinking for different types of people. Like, right. the whole mental disorder thing is always intriguing for characters. I know, I know, is this just kind of weird for me? Because Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers never had a. Anxiety attacks, so it's kind of weird that she has one all of a sudden. So I guess I'll see what the reason why she gets anxiety attacks now. 